come home, daddy don't talk. Radio has a shitty old car. Maybe I'm high. What's up, everybody? You're listening to Cinephiles Digest. This is episode 123. We've got two featured reviews on the show this week. We're going to be talking about Dumb Money, the new film from director Craig Gillespie, as well as No One Will Save You, Hulu original. Home invasion, alien invasion, horror flick. Should be a fun one to talk about. We will get into the reviews very shortly. But first, let me go ahead and introduce my co-hosts. Travis, welcome to the show. Hello, I'm here. I'm talking and I'm being recorded. As always, that's how we do things around here. And Paris, how's it going? Welcome. I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Travis is locked in. I'm physically (laughs) present and uh, my mouth is working. (laughs) Travis is just describing things that are right now. I'm here. We're recording. Let's do it. (laughs) Okay. That's Um, not always the case. Matt says it is, but in actuality, it's not. You guys would never know the difference, but it's a lot of behind the scenes work. Yeah, this is like the eighth time we've tried to do this episode. (laughs) Yeah, we had some technical difficulties the last time we tried to record this episode. So we're back. Everything seems good so far. We're here. We're talking. (laughs) (laughs) We're here. We're 32 ounces of beer deep. Get used to it. 36. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, 40. Anything under under 40 is trash numbers. (laughs) That's true. No, rookie numbers. (laughs) I'm 40 ounces, <laughs> Travis 36, Paris is at like 60 ounces of champagne. It's going to be huge. It's going to be a, a action-packed episode. Um, so before we talk about the movies, um, I was going to say, have you or a loved one ever been a victim of a Facebook scam to purchase Seahawks tickets? for your parents as a Christmas gift. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Uh, no, just me. Cool, cool, cool. I think just you. Put <laughs> well, the finger down. Yes, I've been pretty uh yeah. <laughs> The last uh, 48 hours have been a uh, tumultuous um you know, it's not that big of a deal, but basically, long story short, and it is a long story, but long story short, uh, I saw on like the local buy-sell trade group in my town that somebody was trying to get rid of Seahawks tickets for when they play the Eagles the week before Christmas. So I was like, oh, that would be a perfect gift for my parents for Christmas. Let me inquire and see... Uh, you know how much money they want whatever so i messaged this person on facebook and uh they're like oh hey so these are the tickets that i have available they're in section you know 137 row g seats two through five or whatever and like that probably should have been the first red flag like seats two through five like just say one through four like who who has seat g one (laughs) like just one guy is like, yeah, I would like one season ticket to the Seahawks, please. And they're like, wait, it's just you? Like, you're going to come by yourself every Sunday? Weird. Uh, no, thank you. That, that should have been red flag number one. But anyway, like, 
I was doing like a deep dive on this person, like it was a public profile. So I, I could see that they work at like a local bookstore in Bellingham and they're like a ticketing manager for Mount Baker Theater, which is like a historic venue and whatever. So I was like weighing the pros and cons. I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, this seems relatively legit, blah, 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 whatever. The creds checked out in Matt's yeah. view. Like I, I may be stupid, but I'm not an <laughs> idiot, okay? I was like weighing the risks and... um she was like, oh, is Zell an option for you? I don't know if either of you use Zell very often, but it's like... That's all I use, but that is... You use it with people you know. Like, I was going to say, you should never use it with someone you don't know because they can get your banking information. Yes. Well, they get... Uh, it's you, it's not like... You can't dispute it. Like you, They make you check boxes, and like once you send it, like... Yeah, but also... It's, a, it's like a gift. A, Yes, and there is a scam that you can do online that sellers do where they use Zelle and get your banking information. Oh, cool! Way to don't like that. More paranoia in me, Paris. No, I'm just I'm just saying that's why you shouldn't use Zelle with people you don't know, other than just it transferring. Like you should always use PayPal and do PayPal for goods and services and pay the extra fee. Well, this sound that sounds pretty complicated. This was like pretty sloppy in retrospect uh, from this person, but anyway. So I like we agreed that I would send them some money up front, and they would transfer the tickets. Blah blah blah. I send it. The Zell payment is pending, and they're like, "Oh, I don't see the money yet." And I'm like, "Well, it's pending. That happens sometimes." And they're like, "Blah blah." blah. Call your bank in the morning. And I was like, oh, "They're okay. Well, whatever. Fine. I've done this before, but sure." Anyway, uh, long story short. Uh, I found out it was a scam because they were like, "Oh, I'm I'm trying to transfer the tickets, and uh, Ticketmaster is trying to charge me a two hundred dollars service charge. I'm I'm okay fronting that money, but you know you'll have to include that in the agreed price or whatever." And I was like, "Hold up, it's free. I'm not a moron. I've done this before." And then they sent me a screenshot that was like the most like unbelievable screenshot I've ever seen. And it took less than five minutes of researching for me to find somebody else using the exact same image with a couple different tweaks. Like even the last four digits of the Visa card were the same in the images I found online. And it was people trying to like scam others out of Taylor Swift tickets. So I like took a screenshot and I was like, hey, it took me less than five minutes to find this. Uh, Clearly you're trying to scam me. Just send me the money and blah, blah, blah. It's a whole thing. They've ghosted me since then. And I'm of course like, they have. right. They got the two hundred and fifty dollars. Right, but if you have their public Facebook profile, can't you like? Wouldn't it be easy enough for your bank to be you to be like, hey, like this person scammed me? Well, I know yeah, exactly who they are. I, that's what I was thinking beforehand. I was like, oh, well, it'll be easy. You know, I they're they're not stupid enough to do this in their public profile. But now right. I have to assume that it's like somebody got access to their account and they're pretending to be them right like maybe why would you just like fuck it really stupid i mean i guess i mean i would reach out to their work and be like this person scammed me well i gave them go full karen on them (laughs) i gave them an ultimatum and i was like look just send the money back just send the money back and you know i'm not gonna file a police report i'm not gonna do that anyway because i'm not fucking dealing with bullshit 
red tape and cops and all that bullshit. But, you know, I'll fucking send your work an email. I'll show up at your work and be like, hey, does this person work for you? Yeah, uh, you Matt. Know, like, choose that's violence. What I, that's what choose I'm saying. Violence. Street justice, dog. That's what yeah. I'm looking you for. You said you know the <laughs> local bookstore where they work? Go every fucking day and be like, I work from home. You motherfucker. Haley I and can I were eat just you there. alive. Absolutely. I will burn this place to the ground unless you give me their head on the platter. Maybe not yeah. that. But, um, <laughs> I was like, don't involve the seemingly innocent like local bookseller, but but fuck well, them. Fuck you know, every break they take, uh, blow cigarette smoke in their face. Fucking vape them. Probably <laughs> just, uh, just blow O's right in their mouth. Um so anyway. I've been dealing with that. Matt, I, I will I say known better. I should have known better, but yeah, I mean, it happens to the best of us. Don't feel bad. None uh, of us um, are going to victim blame. You'll know for next time. But <laughs> honestly, I was walking down that road um, recently. It was for a Lorna Shore show. It was the one at El Corazon, the one that I missed because it sold out. Mm-hmm. And I was looking on. I was looking for tickets, and you know, every ticket site was like two hundred plus. I'm like, I'm not paying two hundred dollars for a twenty dollar ticket you know it, yeah, the, what the, the prices were astronomical i was like this is insane so you know random people are posting on the the lorna shore instagram post like oh i got tickets for seattle i'm like okay i'll check this out mm-hmm. so you know i'm in a deal like you are matt the person's like okay i need the money i'm like no 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 tickets first sorry not i've been here not doing that tickets first so they're like, okay, I'll send you the tickets, but I better get the money. They send me the tickets. It's like a fucking like manually created PDF. Um, like the links. No you know, way. There, there should be like a there should be like a ticket exchange site that I'm going to. I I don't know the company. It might be like C Tickets or whatever. Like a StubHub. Yeah, or StubHub. But the, yeah. the link is literally to El Corazon's website for the page. You know, like the event page. And I'm like, this doesn't do anything for me. And I was like, okay, these aren't tickets. You're literally trying to scam me right now. And they're like, then they like try to play the victim card. Like, oh, now I'm just out tickets. And they're like, well, I hope I can get my money or I can get my tickets back somehow. And like trying to just like make me sound like the terrible person. I'm like, you right, didn't yeah. send me tickets. Like if you sent me tickets, we'd be in a, we'd have a different conversation. But right. they're and not like, tickets. You can still not use these fake tickets, you fucking asshole. Yeah. Like, I'll, <laughs> if I try this bullshit at the door, I'm going to look like an idiot. So we're just going to avoid yeah. that. <laughs> Damn, people are the worst. I think it's gotten even worse than, you know, than like say five, ten years ago. It's gotten way worse. Yeah, it's usually like, I you know I've been down this road before. You can pretty easily tell usually when it's bullshit. You know what I mean? But like, I was corresponding with this person, and they were like very responsive. And the red flags, the early red flags, weren't red flags until hindsight, right? So it's like, yeah. And what were the know, early red flags? You want to have faith in humanity, but. You just can't. Nah, that's a, that's a fool's game. <laughs> well, okay. This so day and age, yes. <laughs> the main red flag, you guys are gonna, you guys are gonna be like, Matt, are you fucking stupid? But the, in retrospect, uh, after they said Zell, uh, and I was like, yeah, I don't want to do that though, unless you send tickets first, because I can't like dispute that, so I'd be out the money and blah 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 we came to an agreement i was gonna send you know partial payment tickets and then the rest and then they're like oh that's that's perfect because my partner has l so i was sending it 
to a Zelle account for a different person. No. But the reason I, I like <laughs> when you when you send money to someone on Zelle, it like pops up with the name that they're enrolled under. So yes. I was like, hey, what's the name of your partner? And they gave me the name and it matched what it said the Zelle. Well, yeah, was of course, because it's their right. name. Right. Like, but in what? the moment I was like, I, I, I know that sounds Sorry. stupid, but I was Sorry, like, Matt, you're, you're not at fault. I'm not trying to victim blame. No, you can you can victim blame um, me all you just, want. I, sh- no, I was I no, should have no, been no. smart enough to. Hindsight is twenty twenty. We've all you know done stupid things, made mistakes. <laughs> all of the of other us... information oh, I was pointing well, to. Which, you know. Matt, to make you feel better, recently I got duped by an Instagram ad, but luckily my credit card company was like, nope, and fucking swooped in like fucking superhero and denied it that's but good it, it was like a it was one of those like you know like movie horror like t-shirt companies or whatever and it was like a sponsored ad that was like 3.99 blowout and i go to this site and there's some banging shirts for four dollars i'm like i'm literally <laughs> buying all of these like shirts are 20 to 30 dollars these days i'm buying every single shirt so i had like Eighty dollars worth of shirts, so like you know, 10, 10 or fifteen oh shirts in my car. I'm ready. I'm ready to fucking dude. It's like a blowout sale. I was hook, line, and sinker on this. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> when you see those Instagram ads and stuff is like too good to be true, the most I'll ever do is like, yeah, I'll be yeah, like anything yeah. under. T- no, no, no. I, I, because I've done it before. I'd be like, <laughs> if it's under twenty dollars, I'll spend it, and if I don't ever get that back, I don't ever get that back. But. You shouldn't use your credit card with that. You should use PayPal or Apple Pay Man. because then they don't get your card number. Because um, Temu, um, well, I don't really care if they get my card. People's... Cancel my card. Get me a new one. No, 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 Sorry. no, no. Temu has been stealing people's <laughs> card numbers, and they have a bunch of fraud on them, and uh, that's really can be really hard to dispute. And if and then your identity can get stolen, and there's just a lot of stuff. So like. Just, yeah. you know. No, you're okay, right. So maybe not for Travis or Matt, but to everyone who's listening, use PayPal for goods and services always, or for buying things online if you can't use PayPal, use Apple Pay because they change the card numbers every time. So that way they can't steal your information. Good or, or in the words of... Uh, the band Fiddler, fuck it, dog. Life's a risk. Money isn't real. Just fucking do what you want when you want, dude. Deal with the consequences later. That's what I do. Hell I'm literally yeah. wearing a sweater that I bought from one of those scam Instagram accounts, and I thought I was fucked because I got my tracking info from like Track Seven One Three. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And I like Googled it, and all of the stuff I was reading said it's probably a scam. I was like, "God damn it!" I'm gonna get my card information stolen, and then like two weeks later, I have this sweet sweater, and now I'm wearing it. So you know, <laughs> moral of the story is that dreams do come true. You win just... some, you lose some. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I won this sweater and I lost two hundred fifty dollars on Seahawks tickets. You know, it's a wash. You lose some. Yeah, yeah exactly. Whenever, whenever you take the L, just think of the wins and you're just good. Think of the future dubs, dude. You know. <laughs> but honestly, as soon as I went to go complete order for that T-shirt order, my credit card 
company just came <laughs> swinging <laughs> like, no, no, absolutely not. Get that out of here. Why are you so stupid? It's like, damn, all right. Yeah, I should have known. <laughs> Send They're me like, the are you really going to spend 80 fucking dollars right now on this Instagram ad? There's no way. This is a scam. Shirts, shirts aren't $4. Come on. Yeah, $4. I thought I had a new wardrobe. <laughs> I almost oh, bought a D&D dice off of an Instagram ad recently because they were like, yes. they're free. You only have to pay for the shipping. And I was like, I mean, I know the shipping's going to be like an arm and a leg, but I'll see. Because that's how they get you for a lot of those things where you end up paying for it because it's like shipping is $12. So Right. But the actual cost of shipping is like four or whatever. Right. So, or, yeah. or, yeah, whatever. So that's a good idea. They're D&D dice <laughs> that were like, that, that were yellow. It's and not a new like, one. They look like little cheese. Like little pieces of cheese, like with the, and they come in like a little round box. It's like camembert. It's so cute. I was like, "Don't waste your twelve dollars, you fucking idiot!" But I stared at it for a long, long time, and I almost bought it. So you didn't buy it? No, because like I don't even play D and D right now. What am I gonna do with fucking cheese dice? Like I don't need that. Yeah, twelve dollars. More like Dumb and Dumber. Am I right? <laughs> Jeez, <Christ>. got him. <laughs> All right. Are we done here? I know Pretty I kind of soaked up all the <laughs> Pretty all the intro airtime. You've uh, been talking for fifth. We've been talking for fifteen we, minutes. We don't say you. I changed it to we immediately. <laughs> God, you're such a little. Don't say fucking, don't say you. You're such a fucking baby. Jesus, oh jeez, settle down. Are you guys ready to talk about some movies, or do, is there any uh, anything, anything, got anything? Either of you? No, this is just the scam episode. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we'll talk about it more. Perfect, perfect segue into (laughs) yes, yes, literally (laughs) into dumb money. The GameStop story. Um, Let's talk our first review. You guys ready? Wait, did Paris actually have something? I thought she was like. Yeah, I mean, all I was gonna say was (laughs) that. Suppose I am. So review. I'm sorry. You guys are the worst. All I was going to say was that I'm not going to talk for a long time because I spent a long time talking about moving into my new apartment on our four failed starts last time. So all I'm going to say is I moved into a new apartment. We're not going to talk about it any more than that. But it did happen. I now live solo. Yay. That's it. Solo living is rad. You wouldn't know. No, I wouldn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Not not in my current state, but (laughs) I did live that life. There once was a time. (laughs) Yeah, Matt's never lived alone, and he never will. Yeah. Fucked up. No, that's pretty cool. There's still hope, Matt. There's still hope. (laughs) hope. There's a lot lot of life to live. Yeah, you and Haley could get divorced or like... You never you know, you know could, Matt. You never know. You could decide that you don't know how to live in a house that also has another person in it. <laughs> That's true, I guess. Maybe in the future, we'll all have our own homes. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> you gotta prepare for the worst. Is this a segue for no one will save you or dumb money? Both. <laughs> Both. <laughs> anyway, let's get to it. 
Well, what about you, Travis? You got, you got. I'll give you sixty seconds if you got anything. Uh, my birthday is this weekend. I'm going to Tool on Friday for said birthday. Hell yeah! Oh, hell be huge. Yeah. Hell yeah! Wait, where are they playing? Tacoma. Soto, right? Oh, Tacoma. yes. <laughs> Soto. Yeah, right. Can't wait to see them play the same set that I've seen the last three or four times I've seen them. It's going to be hell huge. Hell yeah! I mean, you know, it's fucking Tool, dude. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fucking Tool. <laughs> you get what they give you, and you'll fucking like it. Dude. <laughs> they got one set, and that's all they can do. Uh, yeah, not too much going on over here. Just, uh, you know, prepping for the How's life event that's about to occur. How soon are we to baby time? Six weeks. Whoa. Sheesh. Yeah. All right. Right around the corner. We'll have to pack some Chelsea's starting some time to look in. like Humpty Dumpty. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know she listens to these, right? <laughs> it's okay. I've already made that joke in front of her. Oh, cool. Yeah, you, t- you tested it already. so <laughs> yeah. mean. No, she agreed. It was fun. Mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> I said she should be Humpty Dumpty for Halloween, and we just build what is she like going to be for Halloween? around her midsection. <laughs> Wait, Halloween. Wow, she'll be like. Are you guys going to do anything? Because she'll be like real close. I don't know. Right? It's up to her. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Do you get trick or treaters? Whatever. Whatever she's feeling. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think we'll do that on Halloween night, but like the Halloween weekend. Oh right. I don't know. Can't rage it up when you're about to pop a but baby out. If we are going to do something, we need to figure out costumes soon. Yeah, you're running out of time, dude. She wants to be like she's in, she's torn between doing something cute and then like really leaning into the whole belly thing and like you know she could be the dude from the Big Lebowski. Possibilities are endless. Just just paint her belly like a basketball and you can be like LeBron or something. Hell well, yeah. maybe not. No. <laughs> do, the, do the full black face. <laughs> no, 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 no. Travis would be Airbud, obviously. No, you could be fucking JJ Reddick or something. I don't know. One oh, of her ideas Air, was she, Air Bud. she would be a disco ball, and then I was like, and then I'll be John Travolta from Saturday Night Fever. I got the hair. <laughs> gotta be movie so. related. So when you say you got the hair, <laughs> do you mean you purchased some hair? It's in the closet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You, is the hair the in the shelf? room with us right now? Like, what are we? <laughs> you got that it's, clear hair? <laughs> it's not on my head. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, (laughs) good stuff all right that was more than 60 seconds but bro that was like 20 minutes of uh preamble that was a good (laughs) preamble though i hope i hope the (laughs) listeners liked it um all right dumb money is right dumb money let's do it okay dumb money like I said at the top of the show, the latest film from director Craig Gillespie, who you would probably know My from boy. I, Tanya. Your boy. <laughs> I, Tanya. Uh, <laughs> you know, as far as I'm concerned, the list mostly ends there. He did uh, yeah. He did some other stuff. but uh, yeah. Um, stacked uh, cast list. We got Paul Dano as the main, uh, the main character, Keith Gill. We got Pete Davidson, Vincent D'Onofrio, America Ferreira, Nick Offerman, Seth Rogen. Sebastian Stan, Shailene Woodley, lots of uh, pre-stack cast. 
Um, quick plot synopsis. Dumb Money is the ultimate David versus Goliath tale based on the insane <laughs> true story of everyday people who flip the script on the Wall Street. <laughs> got rid- pretty sure the ultimate David versus Goliath tale is, is the one David in the Bible. Versus Goliath, but... <laughs> yeah, come on. Um, anyway. You can't. Sorry. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, <laughs> Uh, they flipped the script on Wall Street, got rich by turning GameStop, in parentheses, the video game store, into the world's hottest company. Well, I think some people got rich, but anyway, let's save it for the movie. Um, I'll go first if there aren't any other takers. Sure, Matt. Go for it. Uh, Dumb Money was a reasonably entertaining, uh, well-crafted mildly funny movie about a thing that happened and it didn't need to be made into a movie and performances are you know good but no one's winning any awards for this thing uh it's kind of lacking in style points unless you think like flashing fucking reddit memes and you know misspellings on shit posts is style i guess that was fun uh, but not style <laughs> I, I, I guess fun is one word for it um i just you know it, i i enjoyed the movie overall but i'm like by the end of it i was like i don't like they're really turning anything into a fucking movie like we were uh Haley and i we went to um uh, i think we went to some bar i think before we saw this movie and we told we told the people oh no we got brunch it was like a ma- this was like a matinee we saw. Um, we told the guys when we were checking out what movie we were seeing, and they're like, "What's that?" And we we're like, "Oh, it's you know they made a movie about the fucking GameStop stock thing." And they were like, "Damn, wasn't that just like six months ago? Hollywood moves quick." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong. Um, I don't know. It just like it's 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 one of those movies where I'm like, I I, I compare I would compare it to The Big Short." Like, I think it's kind of going for, like, that similar, like, the big guy versus the little guy, the the rich people controlling things and doing stupid shit and the collapse and all this stuff. And it's just, like, this is a less stylized, way less funny version of that. And I just, I don't know. I don't regret my time with it, but, like, it's, it's not a movie that I'm, like, ever gonna revisit again i don't know where you guys landed but like i watched this thing and i was like okay well you know that was a thing that happened to me i guess um i don't know i just i wish it was more interesting but like when the source material that you're working with is like a bunch of fucking neck beards on reddit like thought it would be funny to buy stocks i you know, it would be more interesting if the if the the big dogs actually suffered any consequences and they didn't. So it's like, yeah, you have that like bookend of like, oh, well, the system's rigged and blah blah blah, but it's like that's not interesting narratively, especially for this kind of story that you're trying to tell. I know it's a true story, but like come on, guys. <laughs> I don't know. I I feel very mixed, lukewarm, ultimately positive, but just like, eh. Now, Matt, for know. the record, you love The Big Short. You gave it a four and a half and a heart on Letterboxd. I do. I really like The Big Short. And I've seen The Big Short and like, a heart? three times. Mm. And a heart, dude. I mean, it's not, that hard. Heart. it's not that hard to get a heart from me. <laughs> I've Jeez. given 3.5 movies a, oh, a heart. But, um, 
fucking Matt has, a, has a heart on for the big short. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> Who wants to go next? I'm, I'm um, curious to hear your thoughts. On I can piggyback off Matt. Matt, I don't really have uh, too much to really add to what you had to say. I mostly agree. I think you're being a little more negative than need be. Um, but I'm mostly with you on this. Uh, it was pretty fun and entertaining. Uh, very easy to digest. I don't really follow the news, you know, say what you will about that. But um, so, you know, I knew this story, but I didn't really know the ins and outs of it. And not saying this movie really like spelled everything out. It was still pretty surface level, I think, for everyone to consume and enjoy. Um, so, yeah, I guess I I liked it in that aspect. But, um, yeah, like your point of style I don't think the movie looked that great. Not saying a movie like this really needs to be visually dazzling or anything like that. Like I'm not looking for Blade Runner, Blade Runner 2049 in my uh, dumb money. But um, yeah, just kind of ugly to look at. Um, it's like not necessarily a full-on screen life movie, but you spend a good chunk on the screen and. Um, that's not really my favorite thing to look at. <laughs> Do enough of that in my own free time. <laughs> uh, I I did think it was well casted. I did enjoy pretty much everyone in it. Uh, loved Pete Davidson in this. Thought uh, he was good in his role. Um, I think it could have went a little deeper on some stuff, like um, maybe a few different perspectives. I liked the idea of them introducing characters and like their net worth and how they you know belong in this story but I, f I feel like the some of the characters we focused on weren't that interesting and it would have been nice to have maybe like one or two other perspectives um and yeah like to matt's point about the ending it's just not that interesting and ultimately nothing really came of this it was just like a, well that was fun you know that happened but like there's not much beyond that and um yeah i would say i don't really care to revisit this but um it was uh it was worth my time if i would have like paid for this outright i don't know if it would have been worth my money but since i have regal unlimited it's uh no sweat so there it is. All content is good content, am I right? When it's when a it's flat when rate? It's included in a subscription. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's probably a good segue into uh, my thoughts, because I'm going to say a strong no, that's just not true. Um, I really <laughs> didn't love this movie. I Now, what's not true? Our opinion? <laughs> Yeah, what's not true is that uh, all, content all content is good content. Oh, okay. I would yeah, I gotcha. would say <laughs> all content exists is maybe the only true statement that you can make, but loads of content is bad content. Yeah. I have plenty of quote-unquote free subscriptions where you pay for the subscription, so it's not free, um, like you all are talking about. And, like, there's plenty of crap content, so I'm just going to say... One, hard disagree. Two, this movie was not good. Um, it was boring. It was these actors that I really like giving just 
some of the weakest performances I've ever seen. It was... Ultimately, I got to side with Matt and, like, they'll make anything into a fucking movie these days. And, like, truly, like, I really liked The Big Short. I didn't mm-hmm. understand everything necessarily that it was going through. But I but I got it in a whole sense, you know. Um, I liked it. I thought it was interesting. And I thought even though I maybe didn't understand every little technical thing... It, you know, it made it it broke it down easily, but didn't dumb it down. It was interesting. It was stylized well. I mean, talk about Margot Robbie bathtub scene. Hello, could have used mm-hmm. some of that in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I will say, it was an interesting perspective to focus on our main Paul Dano character because. While I was, you know, aware of when all the GameStop stuff was going on, like, Kurt even bought some GameStop stock, you know, and just, like, it seemed like just, like, an interesting thing that was happening. I never knew about this guy or his involvement or anything. Um, I knew the Reddit side of it, and I knew the GameStop, and that was basically it. I didn't know how it affected, like, the uh, hedge funds, etc. I didn't have much knowledge. And I guess, so So from that perspective, it was like a new perspective on an issue I'm familiar with. So that was cool, sort of. But I think Paul Dano is a wonderful actor. And I don't know if there just wasn't enough there, but I felt like the character he played was just so like, blah, like just nothing... Yeah, but look who he's trying to portray. This guy is a freaking, like, finance guy who lives in his basement on his computer. Sure. No, no, totally. And so (laughs) that's that's no fault to Paul Dano. That's a huge fault to whoever fucking thought this would be a good idea to make a movie about. Because exactly, this guy's not charismatic. He, the story essentially is that, also, I kind of was at the end when, like, everyone else didn't really have a ton of money and he had a lot i was like yikes dude like i don't know that we should be rooting for this i I don't know it just it i i also took a lot of precedence where i'm like this feels very like fuck the man fuck the big you know wall street hedge fund assholes and like i'm very 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 pro that obviously eat the fucking rich like thanksgiving dinner their carcasses you heard it here first folks but i'm with you but i don't think this did a good job of showing that that happened right like right no i agree i mean they do like they do go out of the film goes out of its way to villainize the rich people but it's like don't cast like two of the funniest people ever, you know, and Seth Rogen and Nick Offerman and like right. try to make them unlikable. Cause like, yeah, they are unlikable, but they're like almost playing as like aloof, like, Oh, I'm just a rich guy. I you know. I'm just doing what, you know, like but Nick Offerman just- character. You wanted to like him. Like, I'm sorry. I feel like the film sets it up. So you don't like the Seth Rogen character and you do like the Nick Offerman he kinda character. He kind of rules. He's like, right. Yeah. He's a rich douchebag, but like, and he know. ends up and, and he's like, fuck you. I'm not going to save you. So you're like, yeah, fuck the rich. Wait, like, it's just, it's 
like the whole movie feels like a teenager wrote it. You know, it's so simplistic. Yeah, I think my main issue is like from the underdog story perspective, it's like they they do try to put like an everyman face on the perspectives that they're showing with like the girls that are uh, you know in in college and they're wanting to use this money to pay. Oh, don't even get me started on those fucking caricatures. Of Zoomers, like uh, the pool, there the was pool, doing so the pool streams to make sure awful, cash, like, so <laughs> awful. That's and when the good. one girl put her hands on the other girl's pants, and then the, all of a sudden they were girlfriends after that, I was like, "What is happening in this <laughs> movie?" Like it was, it just, it just, it truly. I, that's why I keep going back to like it felt like it was written by a teenager. Like it was super basic, giving us things that it thought was sexy, thought was funny, thought was like, "Yeah, fuck you," and it just wasn't. It was like immature and boring and not. Wasn't boring. I, well, <laughs> I yeah, I didn't I didn't find it boring. You know, I was I was never like. I never lost interest. I was never like disengaged. I just, I think for me anyway, the main issue is that the movie does not do a very good job of portraying like why this was a good idea in the first place. Like it's explanation as far as, um, Keith Gill, like the Paul Dano's character, gives like the stock. Why he thinks it's sound, yeah, and like there's like a little bit of explanation that the movie tries to give, but it doesn't make any sense. Like anyone who knows anything about GameStop should know that that is not a good stock. Like I know they try to be like, oh, uh, you know, forty percent of gamers still buy their games in store, and blah blah blah. I'm sorry. It just like doesn't. It does not face with reality. Anytime I go into a GameStop, it's fucking. The movie empty. said it itself. But wasn't, the movie said the it point? itself when the guy was. Well, what? Why? Like, I think. In okay, so my to a degree. I mean, <laughs> it tries to justify it, but part of the issue is that it tries to frame Keith Gill as this like Robin Hood character, and his like band of thieves are like rallying around him. Well, and hold on, like, Robin Hood was also the villain in this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'd use that to describe. That's, that's, okay, that's that's pretty good. But anyway. Like they they try to frame him as this like heroic character, but what the movie kind of glosses over is that this really was a movement of just fucking like chuds, basement dwellers who thought it would be funny to like bankrupt, try to bankrupt, yeah, try to bankrupt some hedge fund managers. Like that's truly what it was. It was a grassroots movement. It was a meme. It's a meme stock. And this the movie is... tries to portray it as like him being like, oh, this is, it's sound. I still believe in this. And the people are like, I believe in this guy. So as long as he's stand, as long as he's holding the line, it I'm almost hold just the line. shows like the cult of personality where he's like, I just like the stock. And they're like, yeah. And I was like, exactly. Like this man is just telling you to do, they're like, I'll, I'll hold if he holds, I'll sell if he sells. Like, that is just following the cult of personality like you they're like this man shows his fucking you know spreadsheets or whatever like he shows them and i'm like okay cool but like so he's showing you what he's invested in <laughs> okay 
That doesn't mean anything. The the not marketable version of this movie would have like villainized the fucking like homophobic redditors who were like making all the memes and like right like all the memes there that are so awful and they're like haha isn't this funny and i'm like that's the side of reddit that like i hate that's the side that like makes me not want to utilize it and she's like like there's a part where america fair is like why is the site shut shut down it says it was for like you know shitty content or whatever that's always been there i don't understand why it was shut down now and yes it was shut down for other reasons and that's fine but like to say that to be like well why would it be shut down now it's always been a trash place for trash people and it still is yeah yeah but why are we rooting (laughs) then why are we rooting for that well exactly there is an, an element that we haven't really talked about yet, and it's the pandemic. And, you know, people were feeling a little certain way then and feeling a little more isolated than normal. So I think some of that behavior was derived from all of that. And I do like the way that the pandemic was portrayed in the movie, like how they didn't shy away from it. And it's a little bit of a time capsule, even though it only happened a couple years ago. And some could argue we're still in it. Yeah, I don't. I don't mind that aspect of it, but that's a good. I know. Segue. I'm just pointing out one good element. Yeah, or a, a good element of it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's a good segue, though. I mean, speaking of the pandemic and the masks, I mean, what did you guys think of the Dane DeHaan jump scare? Did that work for you guys? Or honestly, I, I'm on. It wasn't record a jump scare for me. I knew it was him the whole time. Hating that did guy. You? I didn't know it was him until he. I didn't know it was I, him either. I know you guys are not fans of Dane DeHaan, but I love him i have had a crush on him since i knew you can he crush was. on him all you want but as soon as he's you all yours Barry. Acting. i also think he's a really good actor okay i haven't the, seen the, that, that one movie well okay what was that movie that he was in where he was like a superhero uh chronicle yes that movie's cool he was that's one of his no i like that movie that's one of his better movies chronicle and place beyond the pines dane dehan all the way great movies but not because of him (laughs) right also chronicle written and directed by a rapist but we don't have to (laughs) wait what a nepotist racist or rapist who who wrote and directed chronicle fucking max landis (laughs) i don't know who that is Max Landis? He's the son of John Landis, who famously uh, who's that? was the director of Murder the Twilight Zone movie that fucking murdered people. <laughs> that uh, Cursed okay. Films episode is wild. Okay, y'all are going to have to send me that after because I have no fucking idea what you're talking I'll about. I'll send you okay. the literature. Yeah, no worries. I'll send you the literature. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, he's a, he's Send a giant, me the books. <laughs> giant piece of shit. He, so he's the guy that wrote... Um, Did Blight. you like World War Z? Too? Or wasn't he involved in that or no? Or am I thinking of someone else? I Max Landis? I think so. It is Max Landis. Did you say World War Z 2? I mean, maybe no, he World was War like... World War Z. Just, maybe I'm no, thinking of someone else. Not the original. You're probably thinking of someone else. He, he wrote Bright. That movie with Will Smith that was like a Netflix. It was like a big Netflix thing. And he had some god awful Oh, tweet. I saw that. It was not good. No. Right. It was not good. But he he had some tweet and he was like, I'm working on a script right now that I think is gonna be my Star Wars. And it turns out that was that was bright and everyone hated it. Oh boy. And shortly thereafter he was exposed as a fucking uh, abuser and a nepotist piece of shit. Anyway, now we're sidetracked. Is he an but... abuser? No, I I mean I that part I wanted to hear more about. 
yes, he's been accused of abuse, sexual he also misconduct, did American and physical Ultra. abuse. Oh, the Jesse Eisenberg movie? Yeah. Interesting. That movie sucks too. That makes sense. Sorry, I was getting Max Brooks mixed up with Max The, Max the author of World War author. Z. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, you guys, I didn't like World War Z the movie, but World War Z the book, pretty fucking great. Gonna be honest. Okay. I don't know how to read. So. I'm on an island, but I think World War Z the movie is awesome, and I have not read the book. You guys, Matt is illiterate, so I don't know if we should keep talking about books around him. <laughs> Hey, I've read. I've read. Honestly, Matt's probably this been, year. Yeah. Okay. I've read zero. So <laughs> <laughs> I've started maybe a dozen. But. Matt, is it? I know. I know you're saying read, but it's audiobooks. I don't know if that counts. I don't do that. I'm not fucking trash. I'm not interested. I don't have the attention span for that. <laughs> In one ear, out the other. You don't um, have the attention span to listen to people talking about things a lot. No, Mm-mm. like audiobooks or like podcasts, podcasts. or no, no, not interested in the no, media. Matt is a creator. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm a content guy, <laughs> not a. Consumer. He's a creator, not a destroyer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do we have any other thoughts on uh, on dumb money? Mm, not really. <laughs> right, it's like. Oh, Again, have you guys noticed this weird trend this year of based on a true story? Well, yeah, I guess I guess that is a good. No, 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 Matt, shut up. <laughs> that, yeah, that's a good point. Like, there's so many based on a true story movies that have come out this year that, like, some of them, okay, like, like, some of them. Not to blow my load before we do end of year in like four months, but um, you know how like Air is like the Michael Jordan story, but like without Michael Jordan. And then there's like, you know what I mean? There's like a bunch of that, like we're like, there's the story of Blackberry and now there's the fucking GameStop and there's Tetris and some of those are better. The hot Cheeto Some of those movie. are more the Hot Cheeto movie. Like, there's so many that came out this year. And some of them for better, some of them for worse. And I just feel like this was one that the topic was technically semi-interesting. But they didn't have enough to say about it. It just felt like Wall Street bad was essentially the ethos of this movie. And it's just like okay that's not new or interesting or i think the story itself is great and so it's easy to market you know the the whole gamestop thing the the bullet point you know the bullet points are are interesting and easy to market and recent like i get all of that but like right yeah no i mean it is a great story it's just did we need to turn it into a like dramatized movie probably not no, I think it could have been a long article yeah. or a documentary even. Yeah, like just a short right. documentary. Like, But I mean, need a narrative movie about the, it. this trend is not necessarily new. It's been going on for a few years and it's probably only going to get worse. So, yeah, I mean, studios are taking fewer and fewer risks. I mean, there's still obviously awesome stuff coming out, but it's just like a lot of the money is being thrown at no original stories. ideas 
please. Yeah, it's like everything has to have some sort of attachment to like a brand, right? Like, something, yeah, something to market. I mean, you can't market originality because no one cares. Yeah, and it's like it's really even if it's a really good. That's movie, not entirely it's true. I mean, if okay, I'm looking at my it's talk, a blanket statement, but. Well, let's let's think about the movies that have actually made money, Paris. We don't care about your top ten. No offense, but oh, <laughs> we're talking about wow. movies that people actually watch. Wow! <laughs> Not just wow. movies Paris has seen and liked. <laughs> Those no, are two different game. things. What is this podcast if not to advertise what Paris has seen and <laughs> no. liked? <laughs> no, that's not the point I'm trying to make, though. But I know it's just Josh. Yeah. Now, did this movie make money, though, is the thing. I don't know if it did. It tried. I, I, yeah, I don't know, to be honest. The old college try. <laughs> I really don't know. Dude, my screening was mostly empty. I don't know about you guys. But As of today, it has made 13 in the U.S. and 15.5 million worldwide. Woof. Probably with a budget of about 30 Budget million, says I guess. 30 on Wikipedia. Oh, on the dot. Hell yeah. On the dot. Well, wow, so you it literally marketing. made half its budget. Wait, thirteen plus. Well, fifteen, fifteen million worldwide, divided by thirty million, it made Wait, worldwide. I thought you said thirteen domestic, fifteen worldwide. Yeah, for a worldwide total. Sorry. Oh, so two, two million international. So literally, yeah, thirteen million U.S. and Canada, two point five million worldwide. So total is. 15 and a half million Damn, what a bomb it made half all right so what streaming service is this movie going to be sold to? <laughs> well i mean it already came and went so I mean, it, it'll yeah end up i feel like prime something. or apple well i mean those, not your they, Hulu, they have not to your buy Netflix. the streaming rights right so they'll get some coin from that yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's a movie yeah. that'll probably have legs. But also, Matt's right. Like, what was the marketing budget on this? Like, what was the, you know, like, there's other costs that we don't see. Mm-hmm. So basically, they're not going to make back their money. And fuck the money. Good for Bad. Them. Yeah. All right. Do we want to drop stars? Sure. All right. Uh, I'll go first. Um even after all of that, my star rating is a 3.5 out of 5. Uh, mine is also 3.5. How are you two giving it the same stars? Well, I can't give it lower than 3.5, right? No, no. I'm saying, Travis, <laughs> you, you seem to like it a lot more, and Matt seemed to like it a lot less, so I'm like confused how you're both no. at the same score. I think the we first agree. thing I said was... I mostly agree with what Matt had to say. I just thought he was a little too harsh on it. And right. another point to make is that I don't know if you guys have caught on yet, but my star ratings are a little more harsh than used to be. So, you know, everything that just subtract a half a star. I thought from they everything. were the opposite. I thought you yeah, were. I thought you were fell in back in love again. with cinema. No, 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 no. What Where, happened? When Travis? did that happen? When did that happen? Like a few like, months ago. Yeah, this year what? you've been loving Halfway movies. through the year you were like, this no, is back, shot. baby. <laughs> Where was I during this? Remember, no way. I was like, you were Check like, tape, you, fell, you were like, I fell back in love with cinema and I was like, this is the year that I lost my will to live. Like, in regards there's to like movies. Two, like, there's, there's two movies I care <laughs> maybe about. Maybe other year. things. 
There's literally two. two movies I care about this year. All right. Bull Save it for fucking the shit. Episode. Come on. This is content, guys. We can't blow our load early. <laughs> Subscribe Come to on. the Patreon to find out what two movies Travis is talking about. Only $99 a month. Thank you. All right. How many stars, Paris? Let's hear it. Two. Dose, Damn. Huh? This is the movie. This is the year that Paris fell out of love with movies, though, for sure. I told you guys that I'm rating movies harshly, except not always, because I did yeah, see 27 dresses last night, and not it got always. five stars for me because <laughs> I loved it, because I Something enjoyed it, because it was like in a, last night, because <laughs> it was a nice warm bath for me. <laughs> yeah, but and but realistically, turd from last year. Invitation. What well, you know, we don't have, we're not going to get into it on the show, but you know. okay, that was a save it for what we've Matt, been watching. Matt, <laughs> Matt, 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 Matt. That was like a year ago. Like we're not talking about that. Let's see. I'm talking about movies from this year. Well, I'm yeah. Get your head in the game, bud. Get your head right. out of your ass, you fucking jabroni. All right, I'll put my game face on <laughs> for you guys. All right, you guys ready to talk about No One Will Save You? Yep. Okay, um, let's take a, a very quick break. Um, we will be right back. All right, we are back. Moving on to our second featured review of the show. We're going to be talking No One Will Save You. So this is a Hulu original horror film written and directed by Brian Duffield, who uh, kind of a newcomer to the scene. Um, he was a writer on that underwater movie with Kristen Stewart from a couple of years ago. Um, he Huge. did the screenplay and I think maybe directed. Yeah. Directed uh spontaneous from a couple of years ago. Um, a little disappointing. About, I mean, I like that movie. I didn't. Like yeah, it, it was fine, but I mean, the, some of the buzz come or like praise from it was, a little hyperbolic. Overblown. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, that's the background for this Brian Duffield character. The film stars Caitlin Deaver. Uh, I've never heard of these other jabronis, so they will remain unnamed. But the plot synopsis, an exiled, anxiety-ridden homebody must battle an alien who's found its way into her home. What did you guys think of No One Will Save You? Who's going first? Damn. Bears loved it. Damn. Is that, that, that's her whole review. She's already muted herself. So. <laughs> yeah, you guys can go. <laughs> Travis, you wow, want to take right. the on this one? Um, so I'm kind of in the middle on this one. Ultimately, I think it's pretty silly and kind of dumb and maybe the gimmick is also a little pointless but um beyond that i do think it is again like dumb money it's entertaining it's pretty easy to watch um has some good you know little set pieces or moments here and there but like i never really believed what was going on i know we're dealing with like an alien invasion story so you kind of have to suspend your disbelief a little bit but like just the situation she puts herself in and the way she gets out of them seemed a little unbelievable 
Um, again, I didn't really care for the the whole gimmick, the like silent film aspect of it. We can talk about that a little bit more. Uh, did not like the ending. Thought the ending was pretty dumb. Um, yeah, so this is a movie where it's like it's entertaining and watchable, but if you like stop and think about it for a second, it's really dumb. That's so. While I was you know, partially entertained by it. There's a lot of things that detract from it. Interesting. Okay. Well, we can let Paris go last on this one. <laughs> no, she well, went first. <laughs> well, yeah, technically she went first, but uh, I'm curious to hear her thoughts. So I'll, I'll go second. Um, I actually, I really like this movie. I found it to be very well-crafted. I think that its interpretation of like a home invasion style movie with aliens, the way it fuses them. And, and for the record, take... Matt loves home invasion. It's literally my favorite genre of horror movie. <laughs> Love home invasion. So I think the moments of suspense, I think there's a craft to them that is really well done. I got my heart rate up a couple times. I think the movie looks good. I think the sound design is really good. I think the movie has a really playful relationship with like the notion of aliens, like taking the popular conception of like, you know, what we see in the media and in the stories and movies of like, you know, the skinny, tall, gray men with big eyes, like, it's playing on that, but it does some really weird kind of uncanny things with like the physical mutations and the way that the different, like, I don't know to call them species, but you know, like variations on the aliens in this movie, I think are unexpected and very fun. And like, sure. Logically speaking, like, you know, you could be like, why you could poke fun at some of, the way that that stuff works. But I think the movie's biggest strength is that it emphasizes, it emphasizes the alien in the sense that there are situations that the character, Caitlin Devers character finds herself in that the response of the aliens is truly alien and that they react in a way with, you know, powers or technology that you aren't expecting. And it's emphasizing this element of like, you wouldn't know what the fuck is going to happen or what you're doing when you're encountering these, these creatures. So I like that element of it. I thought it was very suspenseful. Um, I think Caitlin Devers character is, um, it's interesting. It's a little twee. I'm not, you know, in love with the character portrayal or like the backstory of like, Every movie these days seems to be about like trauma and like reconciling with things that happened in your childhood. And like, there's not inherently anything wrong with that. It can be a very effective dramatic device, but the way it's handled in this movie is a little, it's not my favorite part, but I, I really do think she gives a really good performance. And you've already, you alluded to it, Travis, the gimmick of like the silent movie thing. Like, I don't know. I thought it was an element that made this movie feel unique. And the one, the, well, the, the one line of dialogue that she gives, I thought the emotional element involved with that hit for me. And yeah, it's a little corny. Yeah, but I, I appreciate like the craft and 
creating a somewhat silent picture because that is difficult to do, especially, you know, that's like a constraint you're adding to your production these days. But um, just conceptually, I just feel like it didn't really, it wasn't really necessary. Like I get why it was in the movie, but like, again, it's a little clunky as like when it's executed parts of it. I mean, it was, it didn't like completely fail, but there's like aspects where it kind of draws attention to itself. It does. I do think for the most part though, that it, it, it works for the narrative. Like the, the scene that comes to mind for me is yeah. when she has that, she has that interaction at the police station with the cop and the, and the wife. And at that point in time, we don't really know what their relation is to her character. And they have like, you know, I won't spoil anything, but there's like a, a moment that they have that is like, you know, pretty uh, aggressive, and you're like, oh geez, what's what's her what's what's her deal, you know? And you you find out a little bit later like why those characters, and really the town in general has reacted to her in that way. So it's like, I get yeah. that it's like pushing the bounds of realism, like I get that, but I don't think this nece- this movie is necessarily like concerned with being realistic. Not at all. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of admire it for that. Like I kind of, I kind of dig the the vision that the movie is going for, as far as the like small town vibe. Um, yeah, it it is going for quite a bit, and I do appreciate some aspects of that. Like part of me, like in a in a way, kind of likes the ending, even though I do think it's dumb. Just be, like if you view it as like specifically a metaphor, then it's like. Okay, like I get it. That was cool, but if you like think about it, then it's just like no. That's I don't know, dude. I mean, we can dude, talk about it later, no but... fucking way. <laughs> I, I think it works both ways. I think it works both ways, literally sure. and as a metaphor. I, I, Can't I like wait for Paris to win. Yeah, um, but anyway, that's 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 it for my general impressions. Paris, I'm really uh, I'm really curious for you to elaborate on your fart noise. What, uh, <laughs> tell us a little bit more about how you felt about no one will save you sure yeah um so here's the thing i was watching this movie and i was like okay interesting concept we're not doing any dialogue okay okay what are we doing okay there's aliens that look like every fucking stereotypical alien that i've ever seen Okay, and then about 30 minutes in, I was like, okay, I think we're, we gotta be, like, done, right? No, there was an (laughs) hour, over an hour left of the fucking movie, and I was, by that point, I was fully disengaged. I don't know if it was the lack of dialogue or the fact that the, this is so effects heavy and the effects are total trash the cg looks like just really poorly done or the fact that it is the stupidest alien movie i've ever seen in my whole life and alien movies can be a little goofy but conceptually from start to finish this movie sucked a fat one and the ending was so ridiculous and by that point i was so over it that i was just laughing i was just laughing through the whole ending because it's so stupid metaphor or literal both of you i hate it (laughs) 
I agree with about half of what you're saying and disagree with the other half. Um, I did, as as far as the look of the aliens go, I don't think it was trying to do anything crazy or different. I think it was trying to be stereotypical. The, mm-hmm. the aspect of that that I didn't like was the like praying mantis thing, because like, why? Like it just no way, dude. That's the best part. No, Matt. It just it felt so like it felt unnatural. Like I know we're dealing with aliens and shit, yeah. but like a praying mantis looking generic alien, like it just didn't work for me. Like I just thought it went too far in one direction with that and like you know, it just didn't make a lot of sense. Like what was the purpose of the uh the queen like praying mantis looking creature why are you so like i guess my thing is that i think that was very intentional in that like you're trying to apply like human evolutionary understanding logic to why to why this i know i I get that i get that but these are fucking aliens dog like you're not supposed to understand that I'm going to take that back. I'm going to rein you in a little bit because I think a really good way of showing exactly what you're talking about, where it's so alien that it's completely unknown to us is a rival where the aliens are different dimensional beings. They exist differently than us. Their language is so different that we can't even possibly understand it. Like, like, like that is a really good way of showing aliens that are so alien. This was just aliens that are in that way to look cool. Like, I'm sorry, there was no fucking reason why some of the aliens looked like giant creepy spiders and some of them just look like green-ass fucking men from the fucking 50s returned to Mars. Like, I truly, this was a choice of script and not story. Well, Why does it need to have a reason, though? Like, why... Why can't it just be like because a creepy it's stupid? Okay, that was your. It doesn't look. I I, okay, for my issue is it doesn't. It didn't look natural, and I know we're talking about aliens, natural. but like the the just the the and makeup. Then it looked robotic and not. No, it organic. just looked. It looked fake. I mean, like. Uh, fake a is quiet, a great term. The whole a, movie looked fake. A Quiet Place, for example, like those creatures to me are believable. Say what you will about that movie or the creature design or whatever, but like to me that seemed like something that's like, you know, from elsewhere. These alien creatures in this movie just feel like the generic alien that we know and love. And then, oh, we're just going to add some like longer limbs to this to make it a little like cooler and creepier. I Exactly. Okay. You just okay. nailed it. Okay, hold on. <laughs> cool and creepier, my guy. No, 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 no. I want to step. I'd like to step off this for a second and ask you why, based on what we find out about this person and why the cop and his wife hate her and why the towns why she's afraid of being seen by the townspeople, theoretically they hate her as well. The reason that we find out, okay? Yeah. Spoilers. Why are we why are we rooting for this person? She seems like she needs some serious help and well, shouldn't be our protagonist. She did a thing when she was younger and you know we can't all be defined by When she was what 12 13? 
Like that is I old don't, enough that she should be institutionalized. I'm sorry. I think it was more of a like a reaction than like a uh, like premeditated thing. Oh, totally. I think the movie goes out of its way to like portray it as just like a. It was I think, an I mean, accident. Oh, you're obviously no. supposed to be accident. sympathetic for she whether you are did or not. That's murder. Yes, but it wasn't intentional, and she is a child. Like, uh, okay, you can I, you can spin it however you want. But I understand like, what you're saying, but it doesn't make any sense. So she's just living alone in this no, house. The part that doesn't make later? sense is when the aliens are like, "Okay, we got your back." At the very end. again, okay, don't even don't even get me started. Okay, that's the part okay, that doesn't okay, make sense. Okay, yes, okay, I've I've got one thousand questions. Why does she get to live and not be turned into a clone? Why did the aliens need clones? Are the actual aliens the little wormy things and the tall body guys are just their previous oath? Are the actual aliens the little wormy guys with all of the arms and the tall bodied guys are just their previous hosts? These are the questions I need answered, but I don't because this movie See, is so stupid. I don't care that much. If you if you view it as a metaphor, the movie is good. If you try and put any logic into it, Okay, fair. What's the and metaphor then? Tell me tell me the metaphor. I feel like the metaphor is pretty obvious. Tell it to me. I th- I think I just said it. But, I mean it Say is it again, spoiling please. it. Yeah. <laughs> Travis, you want me to you want to take this one? Matt, go for it. <laughs> Say Someone it tell me what the metaphor terms. is. I please. The please. Synop- I'm pretty sure the synopsis of the movie literally states that she feels like she's an alien in her community. Like it's literally it's it's no 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 not deep like it's as I'm simple sorry as, I like, get she... that no 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 tell me the metaphor of the movie and why she got to have a happy ending at the end because they tell, sympathize tell with her because yeah, they... they're aliens she's an alien it's not that deep like <laughs> that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard it's fine I've Come been on. saying it's that so <laughs> dumb. <laughs> Are you joking, Matt? It's, it's fun. Yeah, this movie is very fun. In a dumb way. You, yes. No, no, no. I think I'm it's sorry. intentionally no, I think ambiguous. That's just dumb. I think it's that simple. I think it's intentionally ambiguous. It wants to do exactly. both. Exactly. It it's that simple like, in its stupidity. No, it's a very well-crafted, fun, suspenseful horror movie that Genre is having fun movie. with alien tropes. And yeah, it's very, you know, on the nose with like, oh, she feels like an alien. The aliens are going to, you know, reward her for that. And she gets to live her happy life. And, you know, that's well, why, like the whole the movie, well, is called this- no one will save you. Like, literally, you can't work through your trauma and like be a normal functioning person in society unless you actually do the work. In this movie, the aliens have to come to her rescue and literally take over the world and like do a body snatcher thing for the whole town for her to feel like see a normal how, human being inside. how do you buy that matt like think about it for a second i, I know I you're bought it i'm not it's <laughs> bull it's stupid like what do you want me to say like <laughs> but, but you it's like fun. It. you clever. love this movie what do you mean i think it's great i also think it's stupid, I love stupid. what are you talking why can't about it be stupid and fun and great why can't it be those because things? it's because it's not it's just stupid it's not fun and great it's no no, I, I I get both sides. Like it's totally valid in how Matt feels and it's totally valid how Paris and I feel. But I will say on top of everything that we have said, it does feel like a copy of a copy of a copy a little bit. And I know that's hard to like shy away from these days because I feel like I could say that about like 
every movie I watch these days. They're just aping from, you know, known movies that we like more. Um, and so, you know, you write a fine line there where do you praise these movies or do you trash them for either trash paying them. homage trash or just, just aping all the good stuff that we've already seen before? Well, okay. So my perspective is that I think that the movie is very clearly, whether you go the literal route or the metaphorical route, is taking two stances. Like, you can either view the movie literally, and I think a lot of this hinges on how sympathetic you feel towards Caitlin Dever's character, right? I liked her. Not at I all. I was sympathetic. Okay. She was. I well, felt sympathetic. Her performance her was really good, I think. Her but performance think, was the only saving grace in this whole film. You can either view the movie literally, which is that she did pull the alien from her mouth and she, you know, the aliens like, oh, you know, she's an alien. We're going to model, we're going to take over this planet and we're going to model it after her. And her whole reality is shaped around like her perspective on life and what she feels. And it kind of turns into this like twee picturesque small town like you know every you know every friday night there's like a fucking dance at the barn and there's string lights and whatever there's Wouldn't that version nice? of the movie right the other version i'm of gonna the be movie. honest those are the parts i love the most the super twee parts i the secret ex-hipster of me that was uh you know on tumblr in 2010 like really loves twee and so those were the only parts that i liked yeah she builds fucking miniature like 50s style looking homes and builds these like you know like scapes of like small town life that are reminiscent of like you know nuclear family like whatever but anyway you can so you can either view it literally which is i think how i i view it or you can view it as like I guess the pessimistic reading is that once she gets infected, everything that happens after that is like, I, I will call it a dream. You know, it's like her creating her own reality where in her world, that is what is happening. But in reality, she's probably in some fucking matrix esque pod where she's you know infected by this alien and all this stuff is happening in her head and she's creating this world you know like you can you can view it both ways and i think the movie is intentionally ambiguous yeah exactly and you have I, i give the movie credit for like being very well crafted in my opinion very suspenseful and having this like while not complicated interesting ending where you can view it one of two ways and like i don't know for like a straight to hulu like genre flick like i really really liked it and i totally understand like both of your perspectives like i get it Haley hated this movie too like i you know but i i had a really good time with that i didn't hate it for the record i'm i'm towing the line i'm just a little more on the negative side (laughs) props to Haley. and matt i mean you 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 did agree that, you know, when you start to think about it, it is pretty stupid. Well, yeah, I don't, I'm not like trying to say this is some piece of like high art. Like, like just think of the ending logically, like this alien race is going to go this far out of the way. So this one person can live a like quote unquote, like normal slash happy life. Well, no, but again, 
when you frame it from the perspective of this is an alien race. Well, okay, no, just think about it, though. From When you frame it from the perspective of this is an alien race, we don't know what their intentions are. We Travis, don't know how just they put it in a different we frame. We don't know. No, just but just really think of, about off it. Off the ground. They could be everywhere. They could be on thousands of planets in the universe. We do not know. Like, Okay, you are really giving the no, movie oh slash God. script the benefit of the doubt. I'm just You're saying, like, they dude, they're aliens. They could no, no, do no, no. anything. No, no, no. They could be sitting I, next to you right Travis, now. You don't even know. No, they're I fucking actually, aliens, man. <laughs> I actually agree with Matt in that like the body snatcher part of it is interesting but again like you yeah. said that has been done again and again and again like we don't that, need a new fucking body the snatcher invasion movie. of the body snatcher movie has been done at least three or four times but then there's been other movies that have aped that idea and made their own movie like right so it's aping yeah. the ape like it's copying a copy to the point where it's xerox so bad you can't even read what the original was supposed to say it's just a bunch of gobbledygook with no dialogue okay so i real quick i don't know if you guys like read any like interviews with the director or anything about this movie but he no, did listen I didn't to a spend podcast anymore. He, oh my god i did okay. not spend any more time than i needed to on this piece of turd he was very explicit in saying that he feels like we haven't had like a you know little gray man in a flying a saucer hero. movie in a while <laughs> and he was intentionally here he comes to the we rescue don't we <laughs> don't need i'm sorry we don't need our aliens to be little gray men it's boring and it's been done for literally <laughs> 70 years but it i'm sorry 70 years time? on screen when was the last time you saw was when <laughs> this they weren't little gray men, though. I mean, they, they were. were. Gray men. They, weren't they were. You fucking. Oh my god. That was twenty years ago, Pierce. Oh gray. my god. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We don't need anymore. It. That is old. I school. need. I we need them in my life. Need Paris. new. Okay, we but need original. Matt, did this not feel like? That are so interesting that you haven't even conceptualized them before. Like, we need our jean jackets. We need our arrival squid aliens. We need interesting. This was tried. This was tired. This was boring. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Like, I, I would say it's not wholly original, but I do think it is trying to do enough to, like, you know, separate itself or become worthy. Was it ultimately successful in that? Yes. I don't think so. Matt no. Paris <laughs> clearly does no. not. But Matt, you, you can't say that this movie did not remind you of just like a lesser version of Signs. I mean, you know, maybe not. She like, looks like every other bitch. That's the sound. Not that an exact copy, but like the the last like third or so of Signs feels like the first like third or half of this movie at least. I really like Signs. However, after having recently rewatched Signs, oh, I think real. this movie it's more entertaining than Signs. You're high, dude. I think that the pacing. <laughs> I like the pace. This movie does not fuck around with the pacing. You are absolutely gorded out of your fucking I mind. And I'm yes, not a I'm huge like fan of Signs. I'm not like the biggest Signs person, whatever. But seriously, but you are a huge fan of Mel Gibson. Seriously. 
<laughs> I have gone on record to say I'm not just a huge fan of him. The man, huge, not the actor. No, I'm, I'm a huge fan of, of what he stands for. No, that's what I'm saying. I've gone on record to say I'm a huge fan of what he stands for. I think that I am. You heard it here first, folks. I am a Nazi. And I am proponents Jesus. of abusing your children. So, yay Mel Gibson, yay Scientology, yay racism, boo yay Nazis. Yeah. Yay, yay Nazis, boo, boo little green men. That is the Paris stance you heard us here. Oh, Grand. eat my fucking poo. What color are these little men? <laughs> these little men are, well, big men in some instances, but... Uh, Y'all are little men. All right, one little moment aspect that we haven't touched on. Well, maybe we did, but not explicitly. The toes? Be- best part of the movie. No, the little parasite little thing that they uh, put into her, and she has the flashback. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that, I love the flashback. That imagery was cool. I'll give the movie that. Yeah. The freezing, like the, the fucking like beam that shoots through and like freezes her, like the sound design yeah, in that instance. that was cool. All of that, I honestly like. It's it's cliche, but like the 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 flashback moment where she's like meeting with like a, an alternate version of herself, kind of thing, and she she like is able like we've we've given enough spoilers. I think it's fair to say spoilers if you haven't fucking seen the movie. But like the only Don't. words that are uttered in this movie are "I'm," I think it's, "I'm so sorry." I'm sorry, something like that. Like it's literally just like a handful of words. She says the girl to her. She says the girl's name. Yeah. No, it's not to her former self. It's to the friend that she murdered. Right. It's the the scene after that is where she like has the encounter with like the like the fucking dark link version of herself. (laughs) (laughs) That that scene. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. It's when she's yeah. But still, like I I I love that. I love the visual portrayal of all that stuff. Like. I love the sound design in this movie. Like, sure. I don't know. I've you know. No, I'm, Matt, there are aspects it. to praise about it. It's just some of the stuff I can't get behind, and it sounds like you were either okay slash on board with it. There's definitely some stuff. While I was watching the movie, I was like, okay, like why? Why would you do that? This goes back to the uh, free content under a uh, flat rate subscription, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> I consume a lot of content. Yeah. 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 This is good content. Okay. Now, yeah. Worth a watch, in my opinion. Will I come back to this? I don't know, but definitely more likely to come back to this than Dumb Money. That's for damn sure. Yes. That is the sound. But thank you. I will say that I'm going to give this a worse score, Matt. So. Yeah, but you know, just just Decide, wait for the decipher room, that. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking cram this thing so hard. This is gonna be five stars by the time that we do okay. our end. Relax. Oh, Matt, Get don't ready. be a fucking hero. Get ready. You do make you, a good point, Matt. The the bar is as low as it can be for this movie. The expectations are it's only you know, up from here. <laughs> have been shat out and flushed down the toilet. And honestly, regurgitated again. That's how bad they are. <laughs> just give it another poke. Yeah, just give it a poke. Maybe. Maybe. Ew. All right. What? No. Just a poke. That's all. Just a little probe. Yeah. Just, give a little probe. <laughs> just a probe. <laughs> I don't like any of this, you guys. I, I don't like it. All right. Are we ready to drop stars on this thing? Yep. Cool. 
four stars, baby, for me. Wow. Liked it a lot. All right. I was going to give it a two, but I'm actually going to give it a 2.5. There's that half star bump. <laughs> yeah. Huge. That's the mad effect. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Paris. What yeah, was half a, star, one star. I wonder. I'm sorry, I was still thing. reeling from Travis going up after that conversation. It's a 1.5 for me. 1.5. Okay, so like Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving esque, or just... no? Because here's the thing: Thanksgiving is a movie that had poor production. The actors weren't actors. They had no budget. Like that movie is bad for sure. But it's also, like, not... It didn't have all the resources. This movie has lots of resources, has, you know, a good main actor, and has the studio backing, has the potential to be a good movie, and therefore is worse than Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, in my opinion, is unwatchable. This is very watchable. Thanksgiving was more watchable <clears throat> than this movie for me. I'm, I'm not Maybe joking. At 30 minutes, I was of the run fully time. gone. Thanksgiving's only 66 minutes. It's the best thing it's got going for But at least in Thanksgiving, <laughs> I was like, this is so stupid. What's going to come next? Like, I was at least, like, interested from that perspective. In this movie, I was just like, I get it. I can't wait to be done. Like, I get it. She's See? alien because of whatever. Like, it didn't even matter when it finally came. I was like, yep. She accidentally killed her friend. I kind of figured that from the beginning. Like, like, okay, let's just fucking end this thing. And then it ended and it was so much worse that I could have perspective. Like, I wanted her to die at the end. That's how much I wanted the movie to be over. Wow. Well, watching Thanksgiving, first five minutes or so, I wouldn't even give it the first 30. I was questioning why even Your will to live that was one of our early episodes how did i end up here well basically yeah why did i sign up for, for the, this podcast for the yeah for the i invited myself to the show scream team and i'm regretting it already. you're like uh-oh <laughs> now what have i done real quick do we do a retrospective review of thanks killing to pair with thanksgiving I was going to say, oh the God. new Thanksgiving what movie that came out. No, we have seems... to watch the th- the sequel to Thanksgiving. <laughs> the Thanksgiving 3. Oh, yeah. We got to do that. We got to okay, do Thanksgiving We'll do a double feature with Thanksgiving 3 and Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's That'll be, be like in a month and a half. I guarantee I will give that Eli Roth vehicle a lower score than Thanksgiving 3. Oh, guarantee. Welcome back to dinner or whatever the fuck the movie's called. I don't even know. Um, okay. Well, no one will save you or us. I think we're, we've established that. So let's, uh, honestly, no one would save me from this movie. I was real, real. This was almost a DNF for me. But I guess for the record, it is critically acclaimed though. And I think Paris and I are on the, uh, the other side of the consensus. Yeah. You know who loved this movie? Guillermo del Toro. Okay, he, he likes any genre movie. Who cares, man? This movie. Not any, not just any. Yeah, I'm sorry. Movie. Just because you're a good creator and auteur doesn't mean you have. That's good like opinions. saying Quentin Tarantino liked the movie with feet in it. Like. Right. Like, <laughs> like we know, we know you're gonna like it. That's your whole thing. <laughs> oh, 
listen, this guy picks and chooses which movies he's going to champion, and he chose to champion this one. On Google, it has a 2.7 audience rating summary. Yeah, audience rating. Fuck the audience. You guys guys are the normies. You guys are part of the audience. You're part of the problem. The critic score score on Rotten Tomatoes is 82%. The audience score, 57. All right, well. You guys can fucking Matt, go on Matt's Reddit, shit talk this movie, and buy some fucking. I'm gonna AMC go review this on Amazon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, those are the featured reviews. That's where the real criticism's at. It's all happening on Amazon. <laughs> it's a 3.1 on Letterboxd. So obviously, I don't know about Travis. Well, Travis was a two and a half. Yeah, so Travis and I are in the minority. Travis is more on the average side. And Matt, you're actually in the minority as well. Travis is closer to the... Is the closest. I had to split the difference. Paris, you're a little too low. Matt's a little too high. I had to try and find the the exact midpoint. Yeah, that's don't, don't check my math. Don't check my math. Uh, I, think, <laughs> I think I've uh, calculated the numbers here and... Yeah, that's correct. Beautiful. <laughs> All right, let's move on to what we've been watching. Um, might I uh, offer a suggestion? I Go believe I believe everybody in this room has seen Bottoms. Is that correct? We are not in a room together, Matt. Please We're in yeah. <laughs> clean feed everyone, room. Everyone clean in feed Matt's room. Everyone in the, all okay, of the voices true. in Matt's head have seen Bottoms. Yes. True. But we have all seen bottoms. Is this in my true? True. Yeah, that's yep. what we said. Do I mean? Do we? Do you care to talk about bottoms briefly? We're not doing a full review, but like, did you like it? Did you hate it? I fucking love bottoms. I don't know about you guys, but I fucking uh, thought it was hilarious. I, I liked it. Paris didn't like it. Matt loved it. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. All right. <laughs> Travis <laughs> has been uh, <laughs> staying close to our letterbox reviews. <laughs> Uh, always. I don't have anything really to say. Travis said it. I didn't really like it. Um, it's so good, though. It's so I, good. I hoped it would have been a little funnier. Um, you know, Matt loved it, thought it was hilarious. I, I thought it was kind of funny, but definitely some misses in the humor category. But also, I feel like the movie is throwing a lot of jokes at you that you might miss if you're not paying attention. Um, so fucking could, pay attention, bud. Come on, it could go up on a rewatch. Uh, I thought the two no. leads did a great job. Yeah, I love the two leads. Um, last thing I'll really touch on is that um, I just didn't really love the tone. It was going for something, and it just it was going for wet hot American summer. It was going for not another teen movie. Like it was going for like absolute ridiculous. We're we're there. And it never, like, I, I never got invested enough to go, yep, I'm here with you. I'm on the ride. We're going. I just was like, oh, like, I get it, but it's just not, it didn't hit for me. Yeah. Mm. Disagree. I think those are horrible comparisons, but that's just me. I Wait, think this movie what? has more in common. I think this movie has more in common with Heather's than it does with You're fucking, fucking not joking. another teen movie. Are you kidding me? It, it, they literally murder people on a football field, Matt. It's so absolutely ridiculous. Heather's is a phenomenal. I agree. 
<laughs> I agree. I love that. I movie. can't. But I'm so offended. <laughs> I'm like, so offended. You compared this to not another team movie. That movie yes. wasn't good in the hey, year 2000. That movie has even worse. Strong. Honestly, strong disagree. I love. I love not another team movie. So you're gonna murder me? Oh my god. When was the last time you watched it? Like within the last year, I, I yes, really I will love murder you. Are you kidding me? I really me? love that movie. It's not funny. I, oh my I God. it's so funny. It's so Matt. Funny. You love that's, Scary Movie three though, so that's yeah, the Matt. Word. Yeah, no, Matt, no. Even that, is the, that is the PG thirteen <laughs> Scary Movie. Therefore, it is the and worst. And it's by far the funniest one. We already Hot talked about Matt. this on the episode. We can't. Hot we can't. Take it's that. not even close. It's really. It's not even close. They're not nostalgia. Even is one Matt, hell of a I used to. <laughs> yeah, Matt. I used to think that you had really good taste in movies, but like. Recently, I'm starting to feel like maybe that's just not the case. Maybe you just watch a lot of movies. Maybe you don't actually have good taste. All right, fine. No, honestly, the the digger I deep and the digger I deep, the deeper I dig, the digger I deep. All right, I'm past the forty ounces. He's at eighty ounces, y'all. Two forties in one hand. Edward Forty. <laughs> He's Edward Forty. Uh, his way no, to freedom. The more and more I do this, I just I just realize that all of our tastes are individual, and it's all pointless. So just just cut the show, Matt. Just cut the show. <laughs> Travis is saying, uh, for only ninety nine dollars on the Patreon, you can listen to Travis tell you why you shouldn't listen uh, no, to I our mean, show. Thank you. You know, we can bark up and down at each other about why the movie's good or why it's bad, but at the end of the day, you just like what you like, and it is what it is. Who cares? Uh, we've all, we're still on the same page. We always have been with all of this. We understand that we all have different opinions on movies. We just, you know, at the end of the day, we need to understand that I'm right and you guys are wrong. I think that's ultimately what this boils down to, and that's fine, you know. It's okay to be wrong. Yeah, it's, that's everyone's angle. Yeah. <laughs> Signing on today. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. Well, that didn't go the way I thought it was going to go. So I'll let well, someone else. Uh, again, Matt, we're in the minority. People love bottoms. So you're just so riding here's that the thing. critical wave. You guys, I have something I actually do want to talk about that I saw very recently. It was inspired by our dumb money viewing. Um, I finally watched Ruby Sparks. <gasps> oh. Hey. oh now i'm scared i don't i don't know if i want to hear what you have to say about that. <laughs> i'm surprised you hadn't already been stalking my letterbox no, review oh shit i, I give it five stars yes okay Woo. uh so you had me sweating there for a second <laughs> <laughs> it's it so had, good right so i'm gonna be honest with y'all i was introduced to this movie i want to say six or seven years ago um, from poster a poster yeah, that was, was on Matt's <laughs> bedroom wall. No, it was in his living room, I'm pretty sure, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Okay, yeah. that was in Matt's living room wall. It was Front a center. prominent it was a prominent poster. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah, it was above the couch. That's what yeah, it was. It yeah, was above was the couch. Was. Yeah. Can't miss you it. That <laughs> I, do. I forgot that's Yes. It well, I remembered that because I was like, no, I remember it was I because I, I crashed at your house a couple times would like sleep on the couch and I would look up and be like, "Yep, that's a movie." Um, and <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, you guys, 
because Matt was so into it, it made me not want to watch it. <laughs> you just got done talking about how I have terrible taste in movies, and you've come to realize that uh, I'm trash, is what you just got done saying. But continue. Okay, so exactly. I said you liked it so much. I, I mean, I stand watch. by that, but. Yeah. <laughs> you're not really, you're making my point for me, but. <laughs> you didn't make Ruby Sparks, okay? <laughs> Okay, so I was really scared to watch it because I was like, Matt likes it so much. It feels like I'm going to watch it and I'm not going to like it very much and he's going to like get mad about it or something. Which, as you could tell, was probably the case as he said, I'm so scared. What did you think of it? (laughs) Like two (laughs) minutes ago. Anyway. I it had all the things I like. It had a weird romance. It had magical realism. It had dumb writers and dumb writer clothes. It had 2012. It had indie. It had I just I I fucking loved it. Like it was so good. And I think it was really interesting because I didn't realize that it was written by the main lead actress Zoe Cavan. Kazan? How do I say that? Kazan. Or Kazan? To be fair, I don't know either. Kazan. Kazan, I think. Kazan. Shazam, I think, is how you say it. Yeah, yeah, I didn't realize it was written by her, and that actually gave me a really interesting perspective on the movie, because I thought it was written by a guy because of the way it's very, like, self-deprecating, but also protective. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I just, I, I love the themes it explored. And it was just so, my favorite thing about it is that it doesn't excuse any of the characters. While it is a romantic movie, it's definitely not a romance. It's not ooey gooey. It's basically like romance is hard and interesting and you can't just, it's not how it is in books and movies and it's not fantastical. It's just working at being good for your partner every day you know i don't know i really like that yeah it's kind of like a a a direct like response to like the manic pixie dream girl trope oh 100 she is basically that but the movie is she is literally that he is literally writing the trope and his brother says you don't know women that's not real you've written a girl you've written a character like that's not how real people are. Women are people and you've written a character. And then when she comes to life, that's how she is until she starts being a real person and he's and she doesn't follow the exact rules that he wants her to follow. She is has her own thoughts and her own joys. It also reminded me a bit of I'm thinking of leaving. What was that? Huh? I'm thinking I'm, of ending things. Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. Yes, the Charlie Kaufman classic. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Which I didn't like as much, but I think maybe on a rewatch, Huge. I would Huge like rewatch. more. <laughs> like I, I, I truly think that at the time I was like, oh, because it didn't quite live up to my expectations. But I think with some removal and some more like knowledge and research into like what it's about, I think I could enjoy it more. But anyway, it's that same kind of thing of where you're like creating this this idealized image of a woman that literally doesn't exist and cannot exist in the real world. That's just not and if you have a relationship with this person, 
they're not going to like you because you're trying to fit them into a box that they can't possibly fit into. I oh, love so it. It's, so it's like 500 Days of Summer. Yeah, it's and kind, it's, no, it's kind of and, the opposite of that. Just kidding. I, would, I was I, I was joking. No, no, no. <laughs> it, it is kind of... No, I disagree. It is kind of that, too, where the main character in that is trying to fit the the summer into a box that she doesn't want to fit in and she tells him over and over again it's kind of like which i also love that movie it kind of has some elements of eternal sunshine which as i've spoken before is my Mm -hmm. favorite movie of all time like it's 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 super good i have not seen it since it came out on letterboxd i have it at a 3.5 that really means nothing these today but um i should rewatch it I see a 3.5 on the movie I logged 10 years ago, and I'm like, I fucking, I have no idea what, like, that, that could, that could be that, anything. That could be anything. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> could have liked it, could have hated it, who knows? It literally means nothing. Yeah. Might as well just remove um, my rating. It's, it's on Amazon for rent. Uh, I had a promotional code, so it was free, but I think it's like $3.99. Yeah. Or come over to my house and watch the Blu-ray. Only if the poster yeah drive all the way me. up. <laughs> <laughs> no, the poster is unfortunately in a poster tube somewhere. Uh, I don't know where the poster tube what? is. What? Yeah, no movie posters on the walls here. Give it to me. <laughs> Damn, Matt, Matt grew up. No, no. no I think I, just, I think uh, someone wanted a Barbie dream house and wouldn't let Matt have his Mojo Dojo casa. No, let's be real. Hanging shit on the wall fucking sucks. No, let's really be real. Okay. I just don't. I'm too lazy to bother getting figuring out where the tube is and hanging up posters. It's the Fair real enough. answer to your question. But I also that... don't have a ton of wall space in my. I only have one room in uh, the condo that is mine. In the Barbie Dream House, you only have I'm one Mojo Dojo Casa room. Yeah, the, my my posters aren't allowed anywhere other than the Mojo Dojo Casa house, and I don't want to put them up right. on the wall. Oh my god, you guys! What are you going to be for Halloween? I don't know. I haven't even thought about it. Really. We just went over it. To I know hour, Travis, hour. but I, I guess I met Matt and Haley. But... <laughs> oh, <Matt>. gotcha. <laughs> no idea. We are going to see a Misfits cover band, I think, on Halloween. But I don't know what Where costumes are going to be. Locally? Shakedown in Bellingham. I saw this Misfits cover oh, band yeah. about uh, close to 15 years ago now. And uh, they're still kicking. They play every Halloween season here in Bellingham. And uh, I can't wait. There's a, another band, another local cover band opening called Warped Detour instead of Warped Tour. And mm-hmm. they play like 90s punk covers like Blink-182, Green Day, Propagandy, Rancid, like that kind of shit. So hmm. I think it'll be what fun. Night, what night is that? Halloween, Halloween, Halloween on the 31st. Oh, okay. Weekday. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah. Well, there's going to be... Me. There's going to be... <laughs> Uh, actually, the evening of your diaper party, there's going to be a Halloween cover show in Tacoma, and there's going to be hardcore bands covering AFI, Hatebreed, Converge. Um, Sounds fun, but going to Tacoma bands. two weekends in a row does not sound fun, and especially can, from where I'm you can, from. You can catch a ride with me and Haley after the diaper party, and we'll, we'll bring you, and uh, you All can right. mosh with me. I'll Sweet. be Wayne, you'll be Garth, and we'll just uh, crowd kill during uh, Hatebreed, and it'll be huge. I'll be at least 56 ounces of beer deep. At, that point. <laughs> at least. I mean, that's that's pre-gaming numbers. <laughs> By showtime, you're fucking 112 ounces. Yeah. Um, okay, what what else you guys got? What do you guys want to talk about? I don't. We don't have time mm. to talk about everything, but like... Um, 
what's what's pressing? When you guys Paris you guys and I it, can touch on when evil lurks. I was lurking her letterbox oh. and noticed that she watched it. My God, Travis, you! I literally watched that fucking days lurker. ago. You fucking lurked, Dude, ass lurker. Yeah, I keep tabs on Letterbox. So this guy has push notifications on on Letterbox. Anytime a anytime a friend logs a movie, Travis hold like, on. Yeah, Travis what did they rate like, it? Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, I am stalking you. I don't understand why you're. What the joke is? What else am I supposed to do on Letterbox? <laughs> well, uh, I saw this on a whim in the theater. Um, heard some some cool buzz about it and um seemed like it was kind of flying under the radar and i hadn't gone to the movies in a while so you know i just kind of took a chance on it and um i don't really want to spoil too much for matt so i don't know how much we can talk about it because very brief i don't want to i don't want to spoil anything uh yeah want to keep it fresh for matt but um it is pretty fucked up and depraved. I definitely dug that aspect of it. It's maybe it's maybe not as crazy as like the sadness, but it is like I'd say equally or almost equally as fucked up as it. Damn, I'm sold. It's saying no more. I saw this uh, in theaters with friend of the pod, Jazz. Um, I will say I went in completely blind. I had zero knowledge of anything. Uh, just like offered me, I said, what do you want to go see? She offered me a couple movies. I said, that movie's not out yet. I've already seen that one. And then it was down to two, this or the exorcist movie. And I was like, I don't really want to see that. So we went and saw (laughs) when evil lurks. Uh, it is a Spanish language film, all subtitled. I didn't know it. Literally one second before. Two in the theater? We were, and then at the very end, another guy came in. What a weirdo. Um, At the end? (laughs) Well, not, sorry, not at the end of the movie. I I, I said that incorrectly. At the very end of, like, the the trailers, like, right before the movie started. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Jess was still talking loudly, and I was like, there's there's someone in here with us now and she was like oh shit okay never mind bye (laughs) um yeah we actually went and saw it at the cinnabar up north and i had never been to a cinnabar before and so the one in like like, mount lake terrace yeah um and yeah i had like a full (laughs) pizza and potato skins and you guys it was super good (laughs) Like, Sounds like bro- the, the perfect movie to uh, indulge in snacks. Well, so this is the reason I mentioned it specifically <laughs> is because I don't want to spoil it. But toward the beginning of the film, there's a pretty gross, I don't want to say scene, but there's a pretty gross imagery that is shown like a bunch in the beginning <laughs> like so much that th- you're like oh shit this is what this movie is gonna be okay i'm in for the ride and it, i was kind of like, gives sick. you like like seven vibes yes yes but like even more 
because there's other things going on. Evil is lurking. (laughs) Um, But here's the thing. I was like sick and I was just like chowing down on my fucking potato skins and pizza. And I look over and Jess is just like pale white. She is not touching her food at all. And I and and I was like, "Are you okay?" She's like, "I can't eat. I'm so fucking nauseous." Like, "Are you going to eat those?" Or, uh... <laughs> I was like, she was like, she was literally like, "I can't believe you're eating right now." And I was like, "Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, oh. I've been on 35 episodes of the Diet right. <laughs> literally, literally I was like, "Yeah, I mean, this is really gross. It's fucking sick, but like I love it." So I was just numb in a way. And poor girl, she fully was like, I was so nauseous. I thought I was going to throw up. And I was like, okay. Um, What I've learned is that the digest has uh, numbed me to everything. And um, yeah, Matt, I think you would really enjoy this. The body horror is so There's good. some pretty good effects in it. And, some, and honestly, yeah, just like there's... And- I will say the ending was a little lackluster for me. I felt like they could have ended it like my biggest a little issue bit with earlier. Like, like Travis again, not to give anything away, but there's a climactic part where it feels like that's that's where it should end, mm-hmm. and then it keeps going. And I was like, and and I talked to Jess about this. I was like, yeah, I didn't like it except for the ending. And she was like, no, that was really effective with X Y Z. And I was like, yeah, but we already knew that. Like, I just I didn't need it. That is actually. That is really what bumped it down, that half star for me. That and a few other things, minor things, but it was... Yeah, I would agree. Um, I I think the first hour or so is really strong, though. It almost feels like a disaster movie, because you're just like set into this world and things just start moving. And this... Like, there's exposition, but you're you're deep in it. Yeah, Yeah. I love that. The group you're following you know there's a sense of urgency and but it's not your like typical disaster it's demonic possession in the form of disaster and oh. that makes for some whoa 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 whoa, 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 whoa. spoilers what? no that is not a spoiler it's the title of the movie is when evil lurks okay i'm just saying just be just don't. <laughs> okay read the fucking synopsis in a remote village two brothers find a demon infected man if i say well, demonic I... possession I'm saying I time. went completely blind. Thank you, Paris. I, yeah, I appreciate. You I think it was better for, for my, my viewing. <laughs> you know, Matt, catch get out to the theater and watch it for yourself. All right. Dude, Honestly, I saw, Matt, saw X instead. It dude. sounds you like yeah, your fault. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, based on both me and Travis being like, there's no one in our theaters. I feel like you got to go see it to like boost the box office. Uh, it came and went. I, I, I oh. literally is, was checking while you guys were Wait, really? About it. I went yeah. and saw it on Monday. It's it, not playing here. It will be on Shutter as of... Oh, yeah. Seven. It was a Shutter film, which is so weird. I've never Depending seen any of that in the theater. Yeah, but in the theater, it was wild. Like, well, yeah, okay, coming up big. played for a week in Bellingham, and it was the week I was sick. Mm. So I, I, was, Matt, I wanted to see it. Trust me, though. I did not spoil anything. No, I'm not worried about it. I I will catch up with it, especially if it's a Shutter flick. I will definitely watch it. But you guys got me hyped. I'm bummed that I was sick. Haley and I were planning on seeing it, and we were out of commission for like a week. So, what's the actual title, Travis? It's Quando something something. Right? You're, you're asking me, the whitest guy you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
from the show even. Uh, fun fact about Travis, he was a performer in Whitest Kids You Know. Thank you. What, what are you asking? What the Spanish language? Yeah, why do you ask Matt? That would make more sense. Well, I don't know. It's probably like... Like Quando something. I don't know. Evil or lurks and well, it's and it's right here it's on Letterboxd. Yeah, I, I got it. It's Quando Esecha la Maldad. Yeah, I'm just not doing that. It's Argentine. <laughs> <laughs> not it's, adding my accent. It's Argentine. <laughs> okay, from Argentina. This movie looks so sick. Like the images on IMDb of stop. Don't ruin it. Just watch yeah, it. Closing. I close the app. I close the app. Anyway, I'll catch up with that one. Well, did, did I'm I excited. Date? Did I hear a release date? For October twenty seventh on Shutter. Oh hell yeah! That's so what I heard. Soon, dog. Don't, I'm done don't, moshing my heart out of the cover show. I'm gonna come. Don't quote me, but that's what I heard. And um, yeah, Matt, we should circle back to that movie when you watch it. Hell yeah! Because I want to talk about it a little bit more. Oh, yeah. Mainly the ending, but every you know, there's other stuff too. Okay, we will circle. Uh, anyone else got something pressing? I mean, I'll say it real quick. I, I caught up with Talk to Me. I don't know if you guys oh, watched I, it. Oh, I saw that. In the I haven't year. seen it yet. Don't, don't. I want to see it. Don't. I, I wasn't planning on talking much about it other than it's pretty fucking sweet and I liked it a lot. Yeah. Not like, not like instant classic, you know, not like. Oh, this is like gonna go down in the canon of like all time greats or anything, but it was really good. I thought it was really effective. Um, yeah, there's some spooky. really good imagery in it. Yeah, a couple standout scenes that are like very startling, and um, the story and, itself is interesting. And yeah, I like some of the commentary going on with it too. Like, it's not super deep or like I don't it, you know say what you will about the the commentary but i think it was it worked it's your classic a24 elevated horror yeah. you know it's yeah. <laughs> it's exactly <laughs> that <laughs> what a24 elevated horror is fucking you just ruined the movie bridge too far. <laughs> that's all a24 does is fucking i'm, I'm just horror. saying watch it bud that was watch it. it yeah you watch it you're the one who yeah, has it seriously <laughs> i'm trying to watch it i'm saying you watch yourself <laughs> it's really good <laughs> you should watch it it's i i enjoyed it quite a bit like i me said too. not like an all-time classic or anything but it's it lived up to the hype for me for sure um i don't think i have anything else that's super pressing i mean i did see saw x it was you know it was a saw movie and you know it was a good one of those but i don't have anything else to say about it Especially if no one else has seen it. So if you like Saw, go see Saw X, I guess. But it's uh, I think the last one I saw was Six. I still haven't caught up with uh, Me too. Saw 3D, the final chapter. Yep. And any saw. subsequent. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. We're in the same boat, bud. <laughs> I, I was all in. And then. <laughs> Just went cold turkey on it. Yeah, me too. They're not, you know, they they got pretty bad. It got it got dark there for a while, but so X is, yeah. you know, it's good. Yeah, it's it's heard. one I would put it in the top five of the ten Saw movies. <laughs> I, I, mean, I didn't really <laughs> elevate it much, but for you know, me, but <laughs> about half of the Saw movies are pretty good. So you know, it's sure. it's in the pretty good half. It's not in the this sucks half. It's not in the why am I watching this half. So, 
Okay. Uh, it's good. Um, real quick, I saw um, Hell House 2. I'm working my way through that series uh, right now with Haley because the fourth one is coming to Shutter. The Either Hell now, Houses? Yeah, Hell House LLC. There's four th- of them now? Well, there's about to be, yeah. I think the fourth Jesus one comes out. Christ. No, it's, it's huge. The first one is pretty good. I, I liked it a lot. I talked about it on the show. I don't remember which episode, but uh, I like it quite a bit. I give it four stars. It's like a haunted... Uh, it's this crew of people that like go around and they like do seasonal haunted houses. So they like move into this old hotel. Uh, the second one is like... A sequel to the first one. Obviously. Same director of all of them. Yeah, this guy he's not tour. Move on. <laughs> no, dude, this guy's not tour. It's good. Holy shit! The second one was almost as good as the first one. <laughs> not as good, but if you like found footage horror, highly recommend it. Haley and I are going to watch the third one very soon, and then we'll watch the fourth one. These titles are fucking atrocious. I'm sorry. Hell House LLC Origins. The Carmichael Manor? That's the name of your movie? Like, yeah. tr- try harder to yeah, sell this thing. Get into the lore, bud. Come on. You don't Absolutely even know what you're talking not. about. Come on. This looks like... Watch the movies. Yeah. I don't know. If you were a fan, you would know Gross. that's a huge title. Fans of Just Mike me. Flanagan will like this shit. Bro, don't, don't even get me started. My friend is huge. You fuck. I don't even. You're just trolling you me. You don't even friend. know me. You're just trolling. All right. Anyway, I watched the, I watched the second one. It was, it was pretty good. I'll report back on the third and the fourth one. Paris, please report on those titles. Watch all four Hell House movies, Paris. No, just bad. look at the titles. They're terrible. They're bad. No, they're so, so, so. Mad. No, the movies. The movies could be saying, fine. Matt, I'm not the, saying the, the titles. Movies, I have are... seen none of the Hell Houses. I give you full autonomy on there. The titles of those movies are utter trash, All right, and okay. they should be retired. The posters the are good. Are lacking <laughs> severely. Listen, the budget of these movies is like a hundred dollars. Like, give them a break. Yeah, I mean, they're it looks good, like though. it. <laughs> no, I know, but trust me, there, there's some good shit going on in these movies. Okay. Did you guys watch Totally Killer? I feel like you did, right? Or at least I one did of you not. did. I did. Paris, you did? Did you like it? I can't talk about it. It's going to come up on our end of year talk. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just saw your star rating on this thing. You were oh fucking... Uh, you're out of control, Paris. I don't know. What am I going to do with you? You're insane. <laughs> what are you going to do with me? I'm what? right here. <laughs> For the record, I gave Totally Killer 3.5 stars. Paris dropped a five banger on this thing, just like she dropped a five banger on the invitation and not the one that you think she would drop five stars on. The one that (laughs) went straight to fucking Paramount Plus Dracula bullshit. Listen, listen to this description. Listen to this description. Campy, horror, vampires, romance, British, all five things. <laughs> the five nations have come together. No, all five things. If you put that in a Venn diagram, the middle would say things Paris likes. Not like, that I campy. Just don't... Not that campy. Can't see okay. shit because the movie was fucking filmed inside of an asshole and everything is so dark you can't see anything. That might be your TV because I didn't... I didn't. No, no, no joking aside, that might be your TV because I did not experience that. It's optimized. I'm running on optimized television. I'm I actually had to, for no one will save you, I had to put it on vivid because everything was pitch black. Couldn't see a fucking thing. 
Mm, sounds like you got the television problem, my guy. But okay, well, we're not talking about me. <laughs> Movie sucks. Totally it killer does. was cool. You, you, you gave it you three, gave it three and a half stars. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Totally, totally killer. I gave three Chill and a half. I'm talking about the invitation. The invitation was too oh, Why still do you keep that? bringing that up? I don't <laughs> understand. <laughs> Travis, Matt texted me specifically. Oh, no, about I saw this. it. Both this is like the yeah, fourth. The oh, okay. It was in the group chat. I was like, this is like the fifth time you fucking brought it up. Like, chill out, dude. I, like, I just don't get it. Yeah, I decided to stay out of that. Because I haven't seen it. So. You don't want to make an opinion by watching it? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Absolutely am I not. saying? Am I saying it's a good movie, like an Oscar level, well-crafted, like, holy shit, this is going to change the face of cinema? No. No, but five stars? Yeah, sure. Why not? I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's got all the things I like. It surprised me. It scared me. I was a little romantic with it. I loved the ending. I was intrigued. Like, I really liked it. Matt, it's her star rating system. Don't try and make sense of it. Just let we've it talked be. about this I, I don't before. A fucking there's there's a level of enjoyment with a factor could make sense of Paris. <laughs> you guys, you guys, I have told you explicitly. It's before. It's based on quality of the movie of what it should be. Like your thanks send us the equation. Send us the equation. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking I have I, <laughs> I have told this so many times on the podcast. There's a measurement of like quality of the movie versus my actual enjoyment divided by vibes multiplied by mood. I like. And then yes, and then you sprinkle a little mood glitter of like my favorite things. Uh, because honestly, like, is Ruby Sparks the best movie in the world, Matt? It's not, no. not the best movie in the world. No, but it has all of my favorite things in it. So how could I not give it five stars? <clears throat> well, totally killer. I do like that movie. I enjoyed it quite a bit. It's like a like time travel so meta horror movie. See, I didn't find it funny. I thought the humor was kind of cringe. Maybe that's why... Uh, maybe that's why you liked it more. That's than probably I, the difference. Yeah, I, I, I thought did it was like fun for sure. And there were, you know, there were moments that were that were funny, but there was also a lot of moments that were like intentionally like self-referential that were just like it didn't work for me. And it is uh, like it, it's treading familiar territory, and I would compare it to like the Happy Death Day movies, like. No, the I see what you mean. It's it's cringe. like in the it's in this kind of like f- almost funny slasher thing. But I think the difference is that totally. Well, Happy Death Day is a little bit of an homage to some stuff. Totally Killer goes so meta with it that I think it really like earns its uh, 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 earns its repetitiveness of tropes. It's not the it's not the tropes that I found cringy. It's the like constant like allusions to like it okay. So I'm not this kind of person that's like, oh fucking woke, you know, woke culture is ruining everything. But like this movie, a lot of the jokes are like 
people saying like kind of cringy inappropriate things because it's set in the 80s and then Kiernan Shipka is like oh well ugh. we don't say that anymore you know it's like a, it's like a time travel movie where she's just like oh well we don't, that's not politically correct we don't say that anymore and it's just like over and over and over again she's just like oh well that's not cool like subtle racism subtle sexism and it's just like how many times can you make that joke before you're like yeah we get it at a certain point the screenwriter is going out of their way to make these jokes just because you have a character who's like, oh, that's a little cringe. Doesn't mean I, you're not I going disagree. out of your way to make these jokes. No, I disagree. I think it was more like a nod to the fact that your classic like John Hughes 80s teen films had a lot of that stuff. And it's good to acknowledge that. But you but can also do that you can without... make it funny. It's not funny though. Just referencing that mm. shit was cringy in the eighties is not That's funny. That's not all they were doing. That's kind like, of all know. they were doing. Like the writing is mostly what like rubbed me the wrong way about this movie. I didn't find it funny. Okay. Well, there were a couple of moments that I thought were funny, but like I okay. don't know. What what's better? Just just vibes off the uh, like poster and shit. Is it totally killer or the babysitter oh the babysitter with a bullet 100 percent babysitter i mean team babysitter. i would also say okay well matt is so aggressive but i would also say the babysitter <laughs> but i would say they're very different movies okay i would well i need to watch totally person. killer to uh weigh in on this should have done it when you were lurking our letter boxes my guy you should have yeah you really, fucking lurking lurker didn't really move the the noodle Well, so the Babysitter is another movie that apparently Paris gave five stars to. What about what about Babysitter Two? Let me see. Haven't seen it. I saw it, but I don't think I liked it as much. Oh, Killer Queen. When did uh, when did Paris give this thing? Okay, four stars. You know. Yeah. You love you love the Babysitter movies. I, 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 I said it was this. better than Totally Killer, which I gave five stars. So I don't also, know. Yeah, I'm, I'm being very on brand for me. Like, why are you surprised? Well, none of the above are five star movies, but that's, the main, that's the main thing. Man. They're all good though. I like all these movies. You know, I'm just joshing you guys. I'm just joshing. These are all good movies. I like all of them. What are we arguing about? Totally killer. Um, you guys, I, I need to go. I need to move my Check car, and I need to take my laundry out and hopefully it's not soaking wet like, okay give me give it's me the middle of the night give me 60 seconds on <laughs> two different movies 60 seconds each okay. on two different okay. movies okay. and cool. then you guys can say whatever you want but i'll be done get her done go ahead all right i watched the uh the miniseries it the uh stephen king one with yeah, uh tim curry one tim curry uh-huh and uh, yeah, it's bad. And the sequel, say what you will about the part two or whatever, but the sequels or sequel uh, basically just one ups this in like every facet. Like it, it's cool seeing uh, Tim Curry do the whole Pennywise thing, but they they really just go back to the same image and scare every time with him. I mean, you know, limited budget, whatever, different time all the excuses you want the acting is atrocious it's got that like cheesy like 90s tv feel to it really bad not worth three hours of your time 
I get if people grew up with it and it scared them and they have nostalgia for it now, but like, yeah, it's just, this is not my it. Never will be. <laughs> Fair, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't know if I added much to the conversation there, but finally checked it out. And then uh, now I rewatched Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I've seen it a bunch of times over the years. This is uh, one of my dad's favorite movies, if not favorite movies. And um, just wanted to point out that but previously, I always viewed this as just like a you know classic, uh, like teen '80s like sex comedy uh, that my dad liked and you know enjoyed it for what it was. But this last watch, it sang, and um, it is kind of the perfect high school movie. And um, I know it's kind of cliche to say, but it is kind of like the perfect time capsule of that era. And um, I think it's like aged well because of it like i think it's gotten better over time it's huge i have never seen that movie are you joking no <laughs> Matt. that I is know, crazy uh, to me that is sean crazy. penn is uh fucking spicoli is that his name yep that's all i know that's literally all i know about that movie wait matt are you serious i'm 100 that, serious that blows that my movie. mind that blows my mind. my parents love that movie too. I just it, it's a blind spot for me. I've never seen it. You got to watch it. Netflix, baby. You got to change that ASAP. November first, I'm on it, dog. All right, fair enough. But you need until, to report not back. Before then. That just um, that just yeah, blows my mind, Matt. I I don't know why, sure, but I'm sure it's great. You know, everyone's got their blind spots. That's that's one of mine. Never seen yeah, it. Yeah, but it just seems like it's. Like a you type, yeah, of movie, but like you know? it just doesn't. It doesn't make sense <laughs> that you haven't seen it. I just don't understand. I really, well, I don't know what you want me to say. I'm fucking seeing the movie. No, right? I'm gonna be honest. Right. I'm gonna be honest. I'm with Travis on this one. I'm pretty sure you're lying. I know. I I couldn't tell you one thing about this movie. How many what? times have you seen Days and Confused, Matt? Um, five or six times. And not that, not one time right. you're like, maybe the I two, should. The two are like, are like sisters. Like, Come they're on. basically. And one's one's they Linklater. Are. One's Linklater. Come on. What do you no, mean? I know. I, and I, know I prefer Fast favorite, Times but... for the record. Interesting. Well, okay. I don't know. We will see. We will see. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not trying to, uh, like, create some Stoke hype the for flame. it. Yeah. But. Yeah, I feel like that's only gonna make Matt like it less. Honestly. No, no, I'm like, not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna like view it through the lens of like, okay, is this are as link good? Later as with the chip on fan. your shoulder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Matt only watches things with a chip on his shoulder. Let's be fucking real right now. No, Matt no, no, has no, no. Matt has chips on chips on chips. Matt wants to take fast times in the mouth. He just. I'm ready for it. it. Yeah, I'm, you know my body is ready. I just you he know, is ready. He's willing. <laughs> he did his work. He got that little spot on his thumb so he doesn't gag. Like he's good. Oh my god! The what? <laughs> I don't even know what you just. I, said. I don't even know what that's a. Clearly, a you guys have never me. given head before, and it shows. <laughs> I mean, that's fair, I guess, but. All right. You know, I don't even care at this point. You're the one who's trying We're, to get out of here. I'm not going to yeah, ask you to that's a good way on. to end the show. Spot parent. on the thumb. That was her game plan this whole time. She was like, you know, I'm just going to pull out the spot on the thumb bit and just make and them the fucking their heads explode and just get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I got laundry to do. All right. Um, are we good? Paris? Yep. Is there anything but uh, closing thoughts before uh, before we leave? No. 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 Um 
closing thoughts for me the vhs movies check them oh, out oh god check them out <laughs> matt every time i see you rate one of those i'm like are we still doing this your like, love what? for the horror genre is exhausting yeah it's, October, it's honestly dude, it, it's so exhausting that we had to create a full ass other podcast you're bringing up all these fucking <laughs> like i just little can't. horror franchises can't. that just keep chugging along you're like i can't keep up with you vhs no, the fact six installment the fact that you're so on that, but you haven't seen When Evil Lurks is honestly a Or Fast lie. Times? Like, come on. Or Fast sick. Times. Me I mean, say. the Fast Times isn't a horror, but, you know. No, yeah. I know, but yeah. it's a freaking classic. Uh, uh, anyway, VHS 94. Check it out. It rules. <laughs> yeah. It's on Shutter Original. VHS 95. VHS 96. It's awesome. I'll report back with VHS 99 and VHS uh, 80. VHS Fast and the Furious. <laughs> VHS Too Fast. Too Two VHS, two Furious, VHS three, V two H fast S Furious ninety five. Next time, that's all I got. I think. I mean, I don't watch other stuff, but who cares? Let's get let's get out of here, right? Are we ready? Yep. What's uh What's coming down the pipeline? I'm probably I'm gonna so see... drunk, you guys. I'm so tired. Did you finish that bottle of uh, champagne? I did, and I'm like, I just I need to go move my car. This feels oh, unsafe. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, uh, if you need to call one of us while you're out outside in the world, you know. What are you gonna do? Distract me while I'm already driving intoxicated driving oh you didn't mention anything about driving i said she i said had to, she move, to move, my move her car what do you think she's gonna do push oh, it <laughs> i thought you said go to your car <laughs> i thought you said go to your car oh shit all right well yeah maybe don't talk to me while you're trying to do that yeah i was like i don't want to be more distracted what are you talking <laughs> what's what's wrong with it where it is did you leave uh, it in a fucking handicap zone or like what was wrong not in a handicap zone but in an alley for sure and um not in a parking spot so i got really frustrated it's a long story we need to go but i'll text you guys later when you I'm just like, like hey, got I'm, out of I'm, your car you're just like i'm, I'm alive you just left it <laughs> you're just like i'll deal with this uh, that's after not, i've had a bottle of champagne that's not entirely untrue to what happened i was very pissed basically long story short i had to park far away because i live in a fucking neighborhood like that now and i left my headphones in my car while i was doing laundry so after walking up and down four flights of fucking stairs a million times i was like okay i've got to go and i'm in my pajamas and i had to go i had bottoms on because i was doing laundry and (laughs) oh we we didn't talk about that on the show that sounds like a weird that was the last Um, one yeah that was the the second unreleased (laughs) um yeah so just like a normal person We talked about bottoms like 20 minutes ago. Got him. Good one. Good, good. (laughs) Sick reference. (laughs) Sure. So I had my bottoms merch on and and I had to walk in my fucking pajamas and coat two blocks away and then try to get my fucking headphones out of my car and then there weren't any parking spots. So I just parked in the alley because I was sick of it. I was sick of it, you guys. And And that is where your car lies. Yeah, it's in the alley next to my building, and I don't want to leave it over there overnight in case something happens. So I need to, you know, just for a few hours while we're recording, and then I'm going to go move it. But 
<sighs> I don't want to. Oh, well, I'm so tired. Be safe. Get some sleep. We will uh, we will reconvene. What are we thinking um, next episode? Killers of the Flower Moon does come out uh, this weekend. I don't know. I'm seeing it on Friday. Oh, hell yeah. I'm seeing it Saturday. Travis? Um, I'm seeing it either Saturday or Sunday. I haven't figured it out yet. Oh, hell yeah. All right. Well, uh, presumably that will be at least one of the movies that we talk about next episode. Mm-hmm. So um, stay tuned. That's going to be huge. Scorsese is always a fun one on this show. There have been... Um, what have we lived through? This podcast has been going on how long now? Silence the and The Irishman Silence. and the now Killers? That's probably it, man. So three? I mean, you know, in the life of a legend, we've uh, lived through three of his... Uh, it's not like he's churning them out. No. So, you know, we've, we've been around. We've been around the block. We're not like, you know, film spotting, but... I you know. We we need to we need to cut, but I swear there's something else on the horizon that I'm also very stoked on. But uh, it's not oh, the killer, out. the killer. Yeah, dude, I saw one trailer for this movie, and I was like, Travis is gonna fucking cream yeah. his jeans over this thing. This is gonna be big time. Yeah, I'm excited too. I, you know, well, I don't know when that movie comes out exactly, but that's another one on the horizon. Get stoked. Comes listeners. out on uh, November 10th on Netflix. Comes out CUM. Well, it's going to be on in theaters I think a week early ish. Oh, I thought it was only a Netflix release. No, they're doing they're doing theater, you know, not Oh Netflix, shit, dog. For their their big their big dogs. They uh they let they allow them <laughs> the grace of a week or two of uh I can't wait in a few months then... for poor things. Oh my god. Just pour Listen, those stop, things stop down my throat. Things to talk about poor things. Don't even get me started <laughs> on poor things. That's that's a conversation uh, for another day. It's going to be huge. Okay. But that's enough. That's enough. Let's get out of here. That's going to do it for this that's episode. Enough <laughs> that's enough. We've creamed our jeans enough on this. That one. is enough well, cream I have for anyway. this team. Yeah. <laughs> that's enough. Let's uh, I I've, I've been screaming but with no s. Yeah. <laughs> That's enough, you guys. Come on. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Cinephiles Digest. We'll be back shortly. Thanks for listening. Catch you later. Bye. Shut her down. Oh no, I almost just said space.